Hey everyone, and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse, the DC Comics podcast from Mailfuzz TV. I am Peter, and joining me as always is Matt. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Everything was working fine on Discord until that second when Matt's first went to say hello and it was delayed. <laughs> <laughs> We've been saying, oh yeah, yeah, things are a lot better than usual, is, is, is you know, not lagging, no sick, and then immediately as soon as we hit record. Yes, he clicked something. He did something. Uh, I'm starting to think it's my computer. <laughs> he definitely Maybe did something. The dinosaur is on its way out. There was a quick flash of black, as if he did, as if he clicked on something, and then everything just went away. So yeah, I did it again. I'm just, yeah, I just clicked on uh, on solicits. Had them up. <laughs> yeah, don't click on them. Yeah, don't click on no, anything. No, no. No more. All I, I have diamond up. We're good. Yeah, just That's already ready to keep, go. Keep it on Discord. We'll just do. It. Yeah, we're we're recording with Discord instead of Skype right now because the audio quality over the calls a little bit better. But we'll see how it goes. If it ends up causing more problems than it's worth, then we'll we'll switch back. But um... well, I deleted my Skype account, so jokes on you. Oh, Kara is also here. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Fine. Excellent. That's a perfect introduction for you. Um, so we're done with DC Comics. Uh, coming up on this week's show, we have Batman issue 64, next part of the, the, the crossover with Flash. We have Justice League 18, Aquaman 45, Naomi issue 2, Catwoman issue 8, and then also the Punishment Patreon issues are going to be this week. Yeah. Connor's going to be reading Red Hood, Outlaw number 29, talking about it. And both of us will be talking about Nightwing issue 52. Yes, that is the next Rick Grayson issue. Because the last one we did, when we did it voluntarily, was back at number 51. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I missed that episode, so didn't read 51. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I just went straight into 52. I thought, ah, I'll I, pick I it think up. you're okay. Because 51 yeah. was, was, you could tell Ben Percy was, no, was that the last Ben Percy? Or was 50? No, 50 was Ben Percy. 51 was the okay. first Lobdell one, which we did read, Matt. Okay. We did. I, I, I remember the ending. I didn't really remember anything else that happened I, in it. But. I, I, I exited out of my memory. Yeah. So I, I had a purge. Yeah. So well, very smart. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what we could piece together when we get to talking about it later. But that—that that is what's coming up bookwise this week's show. We do have some questions from the twitters that we ask for people, um, because it's a quieter week. But we also have solicits, which is good because it's a perfect week for it because there's not as much books there's, to talk about. There's really no books. So we could talk about solicits for a good chunk of time, uh, and pass some time that way. So that's that's. Well, fun. I'm gonna hear all these for the first time because I can't read them without <laughs> causing chaos on Discord. <laughs> seriously guys M- matt was fine on discord it was like perfect quality mm-hmm. the entire like time 30 minutes we were just yes. like, you know being like okay yeah everything's good just having a chat while we you know made sure nothing crept in yes 100 percent fine we start <sighs> recording and all of a sudden little breaking matt up did moments. something he definitely did something i can see it in his eyes I, I, it's gone now and it's working fine okay okay <laughs> So, so you clear. Alright, so first thing here is uh, Batman Turtles uh, 3 issue 1. We spoke about that last week in the news. Um, so no surprises there. Uh, we did get the first issue of Batman Last Night on Ursulicid, which will be the first of three mm-hmm. issues. It's a $6.56 page book. This is the Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo black label Batman story, which is funny because just last week we were talking about how none of the other black label books had found its way to solicit yet. Yeah. So this yep. is a you know it's changed a little bit in its description compared to you know when it was first announced. Mm. Um 
also something that I thought was quite interesting is they're abandoning the um you know how uh, Batman Damned was the wider trim. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're abandoning that. This is a uh, you know, st- standard size. Uh still oh, th- prestige, you know, double length, but no, standard t- t- size. To be, to be fair, the 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 Batman Damned was never meant to be the standard across black label. It was meant to be every book could pick its own thing. Okay, fair enough. That was always uh, obviously the case. that was the only one we had, and yeah. they made a point of specifying in the in no, the text. I, I remember when they announced that they when they announced that they said something like, "Oh, each book will have its own format, and they can do what they want with it." And damned, obviously, they went for that wider, wider page. Yeah, well, but... fair enough. I mean, I, I'm into the, it's it's Snyder and Capullo. Uh, it's you know three issues, you know the the prestige bi monthly. Yeah, I'm down. I'll be honest. After Batman Who Laughs pissed me off, I don't know if I'm even remotely excited for this, but we'll see. <laughs> do you want to do you want to read out the description? Because obviously it's changed since the original. Sure, announcement. sure. I'll, I'll read. Uh, so begins this. Oh, actually, as I've blamed before this, a couple of lines before this. There's a couple of weird like one-off sentences here. Bruce Wayne wakes up in Arkham Asylum, young, sane, and he was never Batman. Yeah, this is way different than before. What the hell's happened? Uh, so begins the sprawling tale of the Dark Knight as he embarks on a quest through the devastated DC landscape featuring massive cast of familiar faces from the DC universe. As he tries to piece together the mystery of his past, he must unravel the case, uh, the cause of this terrible future and track down the unspeakable force that destroyed the world as we know it. Or as we knew it. It was like old man Logan. As, uh, yeah, yeah, but he's young. He's Catman. Yeah, it's young man Bruce, young future man Bruce. Yeah, I'm intrigued because I'm like, what the hell is this story? What what is this? What if uh, we all get swerved and this is basically Snyder doing Last Man on Earth, the the TV show? What would that mean? I hope I hope Joker's head talks. He's, he's walking yeah, around Joker's it's, head. It's got to. Yeah. So mm. when the, when the this image first came up from you know the thumbnail i was like oh is that a green lantern like it does look like it at first doesn't right it? Mm. and then i because i forgot what it was about and then when you look at it now um you're like oh no that's clearly joker's head yeah um but yeah so guys also if i'm looking down the only way i could keep up is if i brought these up on my phone yeah that's so, cool that's cool yeah i'm just letting everyone know i'm not i'm not actively disregarding pete more than i normally do <laughs> but yeah. It's just a happy coincidence. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so we got this list for DC Year of the Villains issue one. This is the the one shot. It's essentially the free comic book day thing. It's twenty five cents. It's out a couple of days before free comic book day. Kind of like what they did last year with the, yeah. the DC. Most Nation. shops are going to treat it as a free comic book day thing. Yeah. I would assume. Yeah. So you know we have Bendis, Snyder, Tynan, uh, and the writing team here, and we have Jim Chung, Alex Maleev, and Francis Manipal. I assume the Maleev Bendis one. Uh, their their part of this will probably relate to what they're doing on Leviathan and and so on. It makes sense that these these, these are all going to be setting up different things for different books for the year. Yeah, you would yeah. imagine. Um, as for what the year of the villains is going to be in terms of, is there actually mini series coming out of this that are going to be on their own? I don't know. Uh, I think we'll probably find out uh, next month. We got is it WonderCon yeah. next month? Yep. Yeah, some yep. March. So we'll, we'll yeah. I assume we'll get some announcements for the summer there and yeah. see what we're getting. Uh, we did get this listed for Deceased Issue 1, which is, they did confirm as in Elseworld, it's not in continuity. This is yeah. Tom Kaler's book uh, with Trevor Hearson, uh, Stefano Guadiano, and James Harron on the art. Um, there is some interesting things here. They've got like a cover that's like It, Stephen King's It, with uh, a young Robin and Joker as Pennywise with the balloon. That is a fantastic cover. Yeah, we're, we're talking the new 
it yeah. that came out a couple of years ago. Not not the traditional uh, TV miniseries version. To be fair, Matt, uh, I feel like the, uh, I feel like people have forgotten that original existed now with the new one coming out. To be honest. Yeah, but I just want to clear things up, yeah. just so it's not Joker looking like uh, what's his face. Oh yeah, like uh, original yeah. Oh, um, God, Curry, Tim Curry. Yeah. Tim Curry. Yeah, yeah. 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 All so, I could yeah. see was him in uh, Home Alone two when they <laughs> superimposed the grinch over him, and he has the same smile. So uh, it's a it's an inspired piece of art. I'll read yep. the, the the text here. Um, a mysterious technovirus has been released on Earth, infecting six hundred million people and turning them in instantly into violent, monstrous engines of destruction. So they're kind of zombies. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. In an interview, Taylor outright said, "Yeah, it's a zombie story." Yeah, they're, they're tech zombies, but they're zombies. Uh, the heroes of DCU are caught completely unprepared for this pandemic of this magnitude and struggle to save their loved ones first. But what happens to the world's greatest to the world's greatest heroes if the world ends? So. Yeah, what's interesting is I saw like uh, Taylor was being very proactive on Twitter about like you know mm-hmm. combating statements and things like that, and people were like, "Oh, Batman's at the center of it. It's a Batman. He's the main character, and this again." And Taylor just outright responded with, "He's not," <laughs> and just said, "No, no, there's more yeah. to." Like honestly, because it's an Elseworld, I feel like he's going to kill people left and right. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like it's going to be James called it, you know, DC zombies, right? Mm. And, and that the Marvel zombies book, that's what happened like they were dying left and right i remember the 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 first issue um magneto gets torn apart limb from limb you know yeah so here's the Um, thing i I am a lot disappointed that it's not like tom taylor on an ongoing book but it is tom taylor therefore i'm excited and my hope is that if this does well he's more likely to get an ongoing book that's true yes so and i will say this is the sort of book that even if it wasn't tom taylor just on premise i'd be like okay i'm i'm intrigued for this one See, if it wasn't Tom Taylor, I'm skipping this. Really? So, yeah. Yeah, Six like zombies. I'll be down. It, it yeah. depend, I mean, it wouldn't necessarily have to be Tom Taylor, but I would need a name on this that I care about. Like, yeah. On its own, I'd feel like, oh, it's just an Elseworld with zombies. Uh, you know. Yeah, well, like, if this is Scott Snyder doing this, I'm just like, yeah, pass. <laughs> like, well, today, that, that that's probably what I would say. If, if it had been Scott Snyder five years ago doing this yeah. i'd be like yeah let's do it you people yeah. are the worst <laughs> no you put them in a werewolf story and i'm down yeah mm. you know i'll read any that's next any of those <laughs> Uh, yeah, so worth mentioning, we got a resolicitation for Batman and the Outsiders issue one. It's coming in May now, and Brian Hill did confirm on the Twitters that this is indeed real and it happening. Oh, good, finally. And there's a Cedric variant. Oh, baby. Oh, it looks good, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, let me see this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is pretty. I, I, I had a look at the text. Um, nothing jumped out at me as being different from the original text, but I never went back to actually check. Um, I don't know. You know, obviously, this has been delayed for reasons. I I don't know uh, if it was you know a similar case with what we got with Odyssey, where there was changes behind the scenes. Uh, uh, maybe I wonder else. if it was maybe I wonder if it was just like Hill because I know Hill was finishing up all the comic book work and he wasn't coming back to it. Maybe he was wanting to finish up everything else. So maybe been, yeah, maybe something. Uh, who knows? Um, yeah. but here it is. So it's finally coming, uh, and I'm looking forward to it. So. Cool. Uh, so that that was kind of the big standout new things, but I'm sure there's other oddities and things I've mentioned in here. There's a there's a one shot coming at the end of the month, uh, called Dog Days of Summer issue one, 
which is basically, you know, every so often they'll do these anthology books, usually for Valentine's Day and Halloween. Yep. This is the, the summer one. It does have a notable list of creators, though, in this one. We've got G. Willow Wilson, Joshua Williamson, Mariko Tamaki, Dan Didio, uh, Colin Kelly, Jackson Lansing, and others. Uh, you get Sedgwick's one of the artists. Um, uh-huh. I'll recognize the rest of the artists, actually, off the top of my Coley Hamner. Um... Uh, I recognize him, yeah. Yeah, Colin yeah. Hamner and, and Rainey. I've heard Rainey, but rather, but mm. um, just that cover cracks me up. So it's got Bat Cow and Crypto with Beast Boy. Um, yeah, and he's yeah. eating both a long sandwich and uh, a Batman yeah. Ace Lolly. Yeah. Or sorry, popsicle for uh, the rest of the world. Looks like Crypto's had a bite out of that though. Yeah, he has. Yes. Yeah, Crypto's looking his lips. Um, and I was eating a, a carrot, so like this looks fun. I I don't buy a lot of these because I don't you know I don't have time to read them. But this one I might, considering the well, this is the thing. It's know. on a week five, but there's only like two or three other books. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, I, I, the chances of us reading this are more likely than perhaps it would normally be. Um, well, yeah, but I'm just looking at those writers too, and that's yeah. you know I might want this for my physicals. You know, that makes that sense. Is still growing because I have a problem. Oh. Of course, of course. You do. I mean, I'm 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 becoming just as bad, Matt. I'm starting to buy more physical books. So I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. But but Pete, you, like, I literally don't have room. I need to stop. <laughs> I can't stop. Like, yeah. like, like Naomi this week. I was like, yeah, I was just gonna get the the first and physical, and then get the rest. And then I was like, now nah, I'm gonna. Once Bendis made that announcement, yeah. Mm-hmm. Once Bendis made the announcement that it's gonna be Hellboy style. And they're gonna basically do them in and six issue chunks. Yeah, that that yeah. was that came from a, a an AMA that on read. There was a uh-huh. bunch of details in there. There was there was Naomi's going to be in seasons, or, or actually mm-hmm. more specific, Wonder Comics is going to be in seasons. It sounds like right. Young Justice will be ongoing, but the rest of them yeah. will come in like batches of six. And Naomi's going to have like a second season, so it'll, it'll take a break after issue six and come back right. for a second. Which wave. which is what most independent comics are doing right now, anyways. Uh, that's yeah. what, yeah, you know? I, I, obviously he's liking it here specifically to to, to Hellboy because it's getting yeah. retitled yeah. with right. separate series. Uh, the having a break for usually three three months or so between mm-hmm. arcs is uh, what I expect from most image books now. Yeah, because uh, he said because they keep the artists consistent. Because he said that an amethyst book's coming in wave two, so yeah. probably six issues again. But it, see, this makes me feel better about Wonder Twins being six issues because it means that yeah, there might be a Wonder Twins two like in wave three, for example. Yeah, you know, and see it. That's what I've always hoped that DC would do. Instead of having all these ongoing, just do like these smaller stories, and then it builds them for trade too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know what I mean. So if you want people to trade collect, like I know a lot of people do that with Hellboy, you know they just wait for the whole book to come out, and it's like the next part in the saga. So yeah. he know. also uh, said that uh, Naomi's heritage, her last name, is kind of a big deal. So. Uh, the reveal of what her last name is and where she comes from is, is probably going to be yep. quite big. Um, so s- some of the c- the covers for like five and six clearly show her looking like she's got powers. So we'll yep. see we'll see what happens with with that. But uh, it's cool. There was a bunch of interesting little tidbits that came from that that year. Yeah, I just you know I just wanted to bring that up because I wasn't going to, but now when that came out earlier in the week, I was like. Well, I might as well just have all of these in, in singles, you know? Uh, more more in Bender stuff in a second, but before we get to that solicit, we got Heroes in Crisis issue 9. It's worth mentioning the final issue has been solicited. Um, and... I don't like that. I don't like that variant. I don't like what yeah. it's suggesting. <laughs> yeah, because all, all those photograph variants for Heroes in Crisis have all been things from the past. I think... Uh, yep. Yeah. 
Whereas this one clearly looks like it's either the it's start the of yeah, it's either the start of the story or it's something that's going to happen at the end of the story. And you say that, I think the even the the regular cover is just as potentially concerning. Oh, it's worrying. It absolutely is worrying. I I can rationalize that one because of of you know what uh-huh. what's happened to that character. But, sure, sure, yeah. Um, you know. Hey, Matt, Matt, Matt. If you want to go for a ride of mental gymnastics, I'm happy to go along well, with you. I'm happy yeah, to, to do to it. What you I'm just do. saying, like, he he came from the lightning. He can recede back to the lightning. You know. No receding. <laughs> no. You know? So yeah, final heroes in crisis is in May. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Remember, remember after Blackest Night, Jeff John dead. <laughs> uh, repeat that, Mike. You cut uh, out for a second. Uh, I just said, remember when Jeff Johns after Blackest Night said, dead is dead? Mm. That's not reassuring. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, but they never stick to that anyway. Yeah, I I have faith. I have faith. We've got a question about this later, actually, so I'll save any more discussion. But So the next thing, which is very notable, is that there's another big $10, 80-page book coming in the last week of May. But this one's more in continuity and relevant to what's going on. Uh, it is Superman Leviathan Rising Special Issue 1, which will have a main story by Bendis, but it'll also have stories by Fraction, uh, Greg Ruckett, and Mark and Draco. Uh, Mar- <laughs> Mark and Draco, of course, will be writing a Supergirl story, I assume, in there, because right. that's what he's been writing. Now, what are they all two writing, though, you might ask, and what announcements come from these these inclusions? I mean, even just before we get to anything else, Matt Fraction on a DC book. I know, yeah. yeah. I mean, That's got, a huge deal in itself. We got Kelly Sue on Aquaman. We got Kelly Sue on Aquaman. We got Matt Fraction though on. Wait for it, Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> 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 and then we have Greg Rucker on on a Lois Lane story because he's going to do a Lois Lane book, which they confirmed that one starting in June. I don't know if they confirmed when the uh, the Fraction one started. I but. can see these being uh, the six issue mini. Kind of on you know with mm-hmm. seasons. I could, yeah, I could see that too. Uh, that's right, how you get them on board right now. I feel like in on Parks and Rec where where Ron gets really giddy. Mm-hmm. That's how it's I like, feel right. Now. You never see it until this. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like obviously, I mean, they've both been rumored to some extent before because we heard that rumor a long time ago about the Fraction Olsen book, and we were like, Matt Fraction, Jimmy Olsen yeah. book. What? Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. Uh, but here yeah. it is. It, you know, I think Bendis is to is to, is responsible for this. I think Fraction's here because Bendis is. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're all buddies. They all live in Oregon, and they all well, like yeah, uh, meet up for coffee and whatnot. Like it's, it's Fraction and Kelly Sue that are married, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it makes sense. Oh, well, once one of them's over there, the other ones out. Well, I might as well. Yeah. So no, well, and it's, and I know Fraction had said like he was grown weary of superhero books, and this really doesn't. You know, he can be like, yeah, I'm not writing a superhero. I'm writing Jimmy Olsen. Superheroes are involved. Yeah, but, one of the images that went out, know? actually, of, uh, I presume this Turtle special. Boy? Sorry? Is it Turtle Boy? Is it Jimmy Olsen Turtle Boy? Please tell me it's Jimmy no, Olsen no, no, Turtle no, no, Boy. No, 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 no. It's Jimmy Olsen, but he's surrounded by people from various factions. But one of the factions that he's surrounded by, two of them are from Checkmate. And if Ruckers, if, you know, if, if Checkmate's going to be uh, involved in this in any way, it means Rucker might actually be writing Checkmate again. Yeah, I think, um, I don't know if, if Rucker's going to be doing that. I think that's to do with the Leviathan stuff that, that Ben's got going on. He mentioned mm. a bunch yeah, of but all the Lois... organizations are going to be involved in that. Yeah, but you could have Lois covering Checkmate too. Well, you, you know could, what I mean? yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's not necessarily, it's like, oh, Rucker could be doing that. I mean, it's it's part of the, the larger Bender story for sure. 
Yeah, no, I mean, I... Uh, this is exciting to me. I know some people aren't as excited about, you know, side characters or, or you know, like... like um, I, I, you know, so many people have got something they'd rather have than, than a Lois and Jimmy book. But here's the thing for me is that these creators clearly want to write these books because they've been in line for a long time. And for me, the creators having the ideas and the passion for something is way more exciting than just having a book because X name needs a book. So... Yeah. I look at this like 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 this is how many bat books do we have on a monthly basis that are you know associated with with Gotham like no, I'm not gonna say Nightwing right now but <laughs> you know, typically typically Nightwing Batgirl you know yeah we could, we could include you know Teen Titans because of Damien Red so Hood. the fact now that we're gonna have you know action comics Superman both by Bendis then you're gonna have Supergirl by Andreco and then Jimmy Olsen by Fraction and Lois Lane by Rucka? No, don't get me wrong. I think Jimmy's the one that you have to sell me on a little bit more just because, like, I've always wanted a Lois Lane Daily Planet book. Jimmy Olsen, I don't necessarily need a book. I feel like Jimmy should be a character in Lois's book. But because you got Fraction on it and he's got something he wants to do with him, yeah. sure, go for it. Um, yeah, back, when Robinson, back when Robinson was writing Superman, I think? He was either, yeah, he was writing Superman. They had uh, Nick Spencer, Jim Nelson backups. Hmm. And that's where they tried to introduce Chloe. Yeah, I remember that. Universe. It was right before the New 52 happened. Yeah. And if that, if, if this Jimmy book's kind of in that spirit, where it gets serious, but it's also a little bit like comedic, I think that's Fraction. Fraction can do that super well. It's, it's one of those things where, where Jimmy Nelson had a book for a long time. Yes, yeah, yeah. Super, yeah, this... Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. Right, exactly. Yeah. That was a long-running series. It wasn't like, yeah, this is, oh, yeah, oh, yeah sure, give Jimmy a book. Oh, yeah, yeah It's absolutely. only weird in, in, you know, in the last you know, 10, 15 years. Yeah. Um... As long as he's not playing Secret Agent like in a terrible that made me rage quit Smallville. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be good. You cut out for a second there, but it happened at the perfect time where it just made yes. suspense for what you were about to say. Yeah, yeah. So I'm okay with that one. It, it was fine. Uh, yeah. So, so this is a big deal. I think I'm actually really looking forward to this uh, Leviathan Rising special because it seems like what it's doing is that it's setting up Leviathan the story itself, but also setting up what Supergirl is doing next, what the Lois and Jimmy books are going to be doing. It it says a lot at how much I'm looking forward to the two books. That this is this is a ten dollar book. I'm only going to read half of it, and I'm still okay with that. You should probably try the Supergirl section because you've been kind of avoiding that. Yeah. And you may actually quite like the Supergirl There's stuff. There's no point in jumping into yeah. it there. It may be starting a new section, though. Maybe starting a That's new arc. That's fine. I'll, I'll stick with the two. All right. Okay. I tried, people. I tried. I tried to get them to branch out. You dig it. You know, it is. That is pretty cool. Uh, I just want to mention the variant cover for Batgirl 35. Can we just talk about how beautiful that is, please? Well, the, the regular Let's cover, too. It's got a Manipul cover. Yeah, oh, the, re- the, re- the regular one's pretty good, although I do think her body proportions are a little bit weird. I don't know. I like that it looks super pulpy, and we all know how I feel about pulp. You do like pulp. So, um, you know. Nah, the Middleton cover for me uh, is, is gorgeous. That, the Middleton cover looks like uh, it would be on like a card. Mm. Like, Easy, the collectible cards, like back in the 90s. Yeah, um, I can see that. This looks like it would be on one of those. You know, and have her all her information on the back. Yeah, yeah, that's good. You know, yeah. Uh, Batman Damned the got resolicited for May, so that should be coming out then. At least they're claiming. Um, 
Uh, yeah, um, Didio took took the blame for that one, though. What well, did he? Uh, huh? Yeah, yeah. Basically, what happened was is um, he didn't go through the approval process quick enough. But, you know, uh, he he signed off on it, like to, you know, to to go to the solicits before he'd gone. Actually, I need these changes doing. And so then, because <laughs> he they demanded back, more. Yeah, more yeah basically. Yeah, exactly. It's like because he went back, I was like, right, we need to change these things. Get rid of the bad dick. Bat wang. Uh, no, bat I, I I made the the opposite joke. I must have cut out. So Didio asked for more. <laughs> he wants that controversy. Yeah, that's how you yeah. sell issues, people. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we have a Catwoman annual in the last week of the month as well. Uh, so that's the thing that's bat happening. Wang. Yes. Yeah. Bat wang. We have a Detective Comics annual too. So those are the annuals I think from from uh, my previous glances. Um, here's something that I think is odd. <laughs> ambitious is the word you're looking for ambitious yes my favorite my favorite tweet this week actually i saw about this was that you know that gift from dodgeball where it's like jason bateman he's like the commentator of the sports game and he's like hey that's mm-hmm. a bold move cotton we'll see how it plays out for them i saw yeah. someone post that gif in reaction to this doomsday clock 11 has been solicited for may 22nd now keep in mind yeah. issue 9 is not coming out now until the first week of march so right now they're claiming that issue 10 will make oh, it in, in april and then issue 11 will make it in may now i would love nothing more than this if they if they pull this off now beautiful we know we know that frank is finished with issue nine right? yeah, he's working, he's on, 10. working on issue 10 because he posted a page on twitter this weekend oh boy i'm excited <laughs> Matt's not seen this. He's he's got this look in his eyes. Like, no, what is this? What no, is this? I, I know what it is because I saw Connor talking either on Twitter mm. or. Do you want me, in, do you want me to send group. you it, Matt? You can if you want. Um, but I'm just laughing. What if what if like John's brings this team back? Then it's Bendis. I'm just uh. like, <laughs> don't, don't do that to me. Yeah, so, I can't take that. So we'll see if that. I mean, I, I think issue tens more likely for that date. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I agree. But you know, we'll see. What that cover looks great, though. Like I'm, I'm loving that. Uh, you talk about the villains one. Or are you talking about the one yes. with the? Was it? Yeah, the villains one. Yeah. The control panel. Oh my thing. god, it's that cover. <laughs> it's that classic yeah. cover. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So just yeah. glancing down solicits for all things of interest. Flash is starting its year one story. That's right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Flash is starting year one, uh, which I'm actually kind of looking forward to. Uh, I like the idea of because I, I think being double shipping, I like the idea of taking three months off to do this this year one story. Yeah, uh, I, I think uh, Williamson can tie everything together nicely. Uh, so I'm just you know just scanning right. the rest. Green Lantern jumps out. That Green Lantern Seven cover looks amazing. I just wish I could enjoy the book. They're doing a uh, a Soulstone <clears throat> kind of thing where. Uh, he, he's trapped inside his own ring and there's a universe in there. Um, I'm intrigued. <laughs> Matt's clearly <Yeah>. not. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, I want to read Green Lantern again. Oh, that's, that's Shazam variants quite pretty. Or is that the variant? Uh, so Spe- speaking we... of variants, did mm-hmm. you see what happened with the Justice League thing? No. So you know how, I think it was 19, 20 and 21 were supposed to have you know, the three covers that connected? Yeah. Uh, yeah. that's been scrapped what they're doing now Scrap. is uh, 19 and 21 are getting new covers entirely 20 is still keeping its cover uh, you know the the regular cover is still just the the middle of that the fold thing. out thing 
No, no. They're doing them as variants. Both of them are variants Ooh. for issue 20 now, which is really shitty. That's, that's gone... Yeah, that's scummy. That's gone from you need to buy 19, 20, and 21, you know, you know the three issues that you were probably going to buy anyway, to now you need to buy you know, five issues to get the whole thing. Yeah, you, you have to buy well, issues what? 23 times. Yeah. <gasps> guess what? I will not be doing that, and I'll just opt for the regular cover. No, I'll I know, but that. it's shitty. It, you know, because there are oh, no, it is. there are collectors gonna... who want that and were yeah. gonna have a nice, easy way to get it, right? And now it's just like, no, nah, now you got to jump through hoops and mm-hmm. pay us three times the amount. Yeah, um, no, that that, that is think... that is definitely shitty. I don't approve of that. Yeah. So we all know how I feel about Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, take her labor, it's fine. She's small, fine in small doses. Um, and then it was announced that um, Otto Schmidt is gonna be joining as the uh, artist with Sam Humphreys. Mm. And now I'm kind of upset because it makes me want to read. Yeah. I like those two. And I do like that Cho cover. Yeah, I hate Cho, but that cover's fantastic. Yeah, it is. Oh, uh, dear. It is worth mentioning as well. Uh, I mentioned last week, I think, that a lot of hardcovers have been cancelled recently. There's a few of them that have been resolicited um with the may solicits so it seems like whatever was going on behind the scenes that was m- causing a lot of cancellations that seemed to be fixed or that of you know it wasn't so much at, that they at were, least in terms of the the hardcovers yeah the, it wasn't that so much that were canceling them for good they were just having to think because uh swamp thing uh, absolute edition by alan moore that got resolicited um yeah. i think one of the other omnibuses did as well but um so hopefully that means everything else that got cancelled at some point will show up uh, resolicited. Yeah, it was the uh, the Injustice omnibus, I think. There you go. Because they cancelled the Batman Batman Hush omnibus, and that was a weird one. You, you, I assumed that would have made it, but maybe it still will. It'll just be. I think that was always a bit of a weird omnibus, anyway, for me. Yeah. Oh, uh, it, it seemed like yeah, a bit hodgepodge. Just throw it together. Like, oh yeah, there's a character in there. Okay. There but, you go. Yeah, whatever. Uh, that was the solicits. So. Uh, May is shaping up a couple of interesting things in there. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I never nice. notice if anything's missing because it's hard to remember everything that's supposed to be there and then notice it's missing. Yeah, I but... typically check through uh, Newsarama's, uh, you know, what we learned. Yes. Yeah. It tell- I'm, I'm just clicking through it now to see if there is anything notable. Huh. Connor, uh, you know how we were talking about Visions really not doing the Wonder Woman uh, covers? Yeah, she's back on them again now. Yeah. Yeah. But those dots and covers look great though too they do they it was the same with Batgirl uh, Middleton left for like two or three issues yeah. and now he's back on them yeah this is a bit longer that she's gone for because mm. it was you know, mm-hmm. what six or eight issues or something like that yeah. it's back with what issue it was a 1771 yeah man we're getting up there on the numbers on these rebirth books they are oh they my are. god they cover for Young Justice 5 <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's just reacting to covers now yeah. I am um, yeah you can tell he didn't look at these earlier in the week, can't yeah, you? Yeah, he's just no, like, I don't. He's like, ooh, ah, uh-huh. ooh. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, so if you want me and Carl to do the same thing with the Marvel solicits, uh, we'll be doing that uh, on the next Elsewhere on the Multiverse, which is our companion show where me and Carl talk about Marvel and other books from other companies. Uh, what if I yes. don't want you to do that? Tough shit. Don't watch it. Because <laughs> <laughs> you just you made it sound like it was a choice. Like it's a choice. You, you, you can you can choose to watch or listen to it, or you you can you can not. I mean, not to give you an <laughs> ultimatum. The way that you but... <laughs> the way that you phrased it was like, if you want us to do that, ask. Yeah, it did sound a bit like, hey, yeah. yo, speak yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> 
So I want to know what the opposite was. Yes. Elsewhere in the multiverse is the companion show that me and Carter so you go check that out. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, let's, let's, I suppose it's time for some uh, some questions, some listener Really? Do you, do, you, do you not want to talk about the, the other bit of news that came out of the uh, from Didier with the, the comics uh, retailers thing meeting? Oh, we should talk about that. You're right. You're right. All right, go on then. You've got. It. You can get it up. I, I don't have it up. Uh, I'm, I'm going from memory. So right, go from memory while I get it up. And it would screw up. Yeah, this this is based on you know a few weeks. I think we spoke about it a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago. It was now. last week. Was it that recent? Yeah, the okay. rumors were last week. Like... Remember about them downsizing? Yeah, yeah. So they were the and the rumor was they were going down to 22 titles a month. Um, Didio said no, absolutely not, not 22. That's too low. However. Um, assuming that everything that's been reported is true from what we say, obviously this is a retailers only event and it's kind of just getting passed through is they are cutting titles by 10 to 15 percent of the of their current output uh, i don't know if that means from mm. right now or including the spate of cancellations that we've kind of been having over the you know the the last given months. given that they've announced a few more things and we know we're getting two more super books and we know we're getting a couple other things it, does, it feels like they've yeah. already accounted for that 10 percent it does. Well, yeah, it but, does. Are, but would you think that that ten percent also happens with the, them doing these seasons, too? Because that means um, that, that those are months that they won't have books. That's, yeah, that's you know true. I mean? yeah. And and uh, I know they got someone new in uh, whatever the new position was that that's coming and take over. Um, I can't remember what the position. Was. She's, quite, she's quite high up, uh, and apparently you know, uh, she's done wonders for you know the direct not the direct market for for the the book market in, in the past. So I think they're DC have always done a great job of looking at the the bookstore market. Yeah, mm. um, it's why their trade releases are frustratingly staggered because they just sell so much better in that way at the bookstores, mm-hmm. which is where you know is undeniably a bigger audience. I think the shift to the seasons is again going after that audience. Um, it's frustrating monthly, but long term that's probably a reasonable strategy, and it it sucks for comics retailers though. It sucks for comic stores. Uh, yeah, comic stores are feeling the worst of it. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's I'm torn because as a consumer, it's probably quite a good thing in the long run for us, but it's ba- it is bad for the stores. Yeah, yeah, stores aren't aren't super happy. I mean, I, I'd say just you know, if you, you don't want this to affect the stores badly, just keep buying your DC books at your stores, you know, and they'll keep ordering them. Yeah, keep making money. As much as you can. That's what I do. Yeah, just just do 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 what you want, uh, with that. But uh. Yeah, and see, and Marvel's taking the complete opposite approach because did you look at all the War of Realm books that are coming out? Oh, oh, we will be talking about those. Oh, don't you worry, Matt. Yeah, go ahead. I, I, I had to make a because I have no. a schedule that I have of all the books that we do each week on both this show and elsewhere, right? So I, I've got that. I've got this yeah. Google Doc, and if you if I, if I scroll down to to April where War of the Realms begins, I've got all the tie-ins highlighted in yellow, which we may or may not do because let's face it, tie-ins for these things are optional and they're going to stay optional, yeah. right? There are two or three almost every week. Yeah. Yep. Now some are more optional than others. Yes. We'll learn which ones are which closer to the time. Is usually how this yeah. thing goes. Yeah. Just I'm just going to read I'm just going to read you these right just just to throw some shade on yeah. how much Marvel are putting out for this event. So tie-ins. We have War of the Realms Punisher, which is a miniseries. We have mm-hmm. War of the Realms Spider-Man in the League of Realms, which I think is also a miniseries. Yep. We have War of the Realms Journey into Mystery, which is a miniseries. We have War of the Realms War Scrolls, which is a miniseries. We have War of the Realms Uncanny X-Men, which is a miniseries. We have War of the Realms Strike Force Dark Health issue 1, that's a one-shot. It's a one-shot. We have War of the Realms Strike Force War Avengers, one-shot. 
We have <laughs> Giant Man, a new series, which is being labelled as a War of the Realms tie-in. We have another Strike Force, which has landed the Giants issue one. Uh, and then I think that's it for now. But that was a lot. That, I just read out a lot of books. Well, that new, new Agents of Atlas. Oh, yeah, that one too. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. That's another one. So That's at least seven minis and a handful of one-shots. Yes. Those minis are all like three issues, I think. So Yeah, this is this is going to be over three months. Uh, yeah. You know, I think it's April... April May June, I think. That's the, that's how the three months go back. Yeah, to back, yeah. Yes. I'm thinking it is starting in April, isn't it? It's yes. not starting in at the, you know, at the end of March. No, it's starting in May, then continuing in April, and then going to June. Look, it wasn't a, a concern of what order were those months in, or which ones. I was not sure if it started in March or if it started in April. Clearly, God, dick. <laughs> Did we get a random comment on? An old review this week says the guy in the glasses is a dick to the other guy, and you know what? I gave it a thumbs up and smiled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, what? What was it? Last something last week? You made me look really. It was that trailer talk. You made me look right shit on that trailer episode. Carl was talking it, nonsense. I was not. Everything it made perfect sense, and he twisted what? my words. What nonsense were you talking? Uh, I'm not getting into it. You can go and watch it. Go watch the last trailer. Basically, he thinks Octavia, Octavia Spencer and Luke Evans have saved the horror genre. That's so, not what I said. <laughs> In any way, is not what I said. Well, that mom movie looks a lot of fun. So <laughs> he's like, "This is the movie that tells me the horror genre's back," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, this is not the what movie." I said. That's not what. That's not what I meant. And you know it. There was a big explanation. It went on hey, for far too long because Pete's a dick. Here's the thing, though. You gotta realize he records with Tim regularly, and Tim loves the boy. So <laughs> this is like his default setting is to disagree about with a co-host. So <laughs> damn it. Yeah, I was looking for the exact word on that 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 news of, of the the video said and stuff, but my searching only gave me the rumors from last week. Annoyingly. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, cu- I couldn't f- get the right phrase to make the, the actual article from this week trigger, but uh, sorry, yeah. I, I think we, we covered it well enough. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so... No, 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 that was worth mentioning. Um, yeah, so it doesn't seem like it's as bad as we thought it was. It still does have some concerns, maybe oh, long term. Just what? on that, I've got from a retailer on Twitter who I oh. happen to search out, yeah, Ryan Higgins, because I knew he'd posted the article, which is what I was going to go Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the last two hours... They've said, here's the official news that they've been given the go-ahead to talk about. So, uh, the DC's cut of 10 to 15% has already happened. So, there we go. Okay. That speculation's done. Uh, he, he's saying he's yeah. assuming it was the New Age stuff, you know, and all, all the other bits that we've had over the last couple of months that we're talking about. Um, the Walmart longer arcs will be reprinted as graphic novels that comic stores will be getting later this year. You- uh, oh, yeah. short, short stories will be in some upcoming 100-page specials. Okay, well, I mean, that, that's some monthlies for us, Connor, on the Patreon. There you go. It is, yeah. <laughs> okay, you can do those. Um, the, the Walmart line is ending and replaced with 100 page specials available everywhere. 48 pages of new material with the rest being classic material. No no price given. Oh, so that's so something be... we may start covering then. If the, if the, yeah. If, the rules so if, if, I don't, yeah. if I don't have to go to the store that must not be named... And yeah. Um, what's this? Uh, important note I missed. The ten to fifteen percent cut the line was to make room for the all ages and young adult graphic novels and new one hundred page giant series. So they're publishing mostly the same amount of content, yeah. just in different formats. I- I'm okay Good. with taking a ten percent cut to the monthly comics for those young age yep. stuff to exist. Yeah. Yeah, because you're you're diversifying, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm okay well, with this. Here's, here's something fun that happens with Discord that didn't. 
Skype. If I leave my mouse alone, my um, oh, it goes to screensaver. Yeah, yeah, mine does yep. that too. That, that that's great. Yeah, you have to move it every so often. I found uh, that out last night. Uh, I've, got, I've got my screensaver turned off, so I have not encountered this problem. But all aren't you special? Yeah, but um, that's interesting. I I suddenly feel a lot better about this after that. Yeah, than, yeah, than I that, did, that you know, also... five minutes ago. Oh, that all sounds fine. It does kind of sound like it was a bit of a internet hyping up. Anyhow, I fell into it a little bit last week when I was talking about it. Um, is that it's only concerning, but happy to see that it sounds like it's not that bad. It sounds... Uh, yeah, I mean, it could be... Oh, you know, this is what they've been given the go-ahead to talk about, so yeah. the real bad stuff might not have come out. But all of that stuff makes me feel better. You know, the 10-15%'s already happened. We've, we've seen that, don't be wrong. We've felt it get, you know, smaller. But In... there were books that... Really yeah, I mean, anyway, for the most part, I'm disappointed. Sideways ended, but I mean, most of the other stuff they cancelled recently. Yeah, 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 but are you surprised that Sideways ended? No. Oh, oh Matt, Matt, Matt's one. one. It's yeah. got it's got a sharper sound on Discord, though, right? It had a slightly different different sound to it. How's, how's that now? You good? Yeah, that's fine. You good? Yeah. Um, no, I mean, if anything, though, it makes me kind of like, hey, Silencer survived this. It's still yeah. going. Oh, yeah, yeah. And terrifics. And, yeah, and terrifics. Yeah, and terrifics. And I feel it means... like terrifics was always more lately. Though I feel like Silencer felt like it could have went the way of the other books. And, you know, I agree. Terrifics had the much more firmly DC kind yeah. of history to it. Uh, I will say I, I like that they they're actively saying no, we're reprinting the the Walmart stuff later in the year. Good because there's some. There's yeah, like, we, we've been interested in some of those. Yeah. There's like a Gilson one Flash story going on right now. There was a tom king superman story that you know was, i mean it was 12 parts but i think they're shorter ben, than a full issue so it's probably going to be like a six yeah, issue thing Bendis, at the end yeah. uh, ben is batman ben is batman that's right yeah, yeah. and then uh-huh. these new 100 page specials that'll be available everywhere which is you know 48 pages of new material for each one is reasonable yeah so ben. basically yeah we'll probably cover those we'll just probably ignore all the reprint stuff that half yeah. the book is yeah yeah i'm hoping these go on comiXology as well then oh the better yeah yeah uh, I'm assuming if the comic stores can order them through Diamond, uh, then mm-hmm. they probably will go up on Comicsology. That's do. usually how it if works. If they don't, that's when we might not actually cover them. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, uh, and also, hmm. you know, the, the focus on the all ages young adult stuff. We've been saying for a while that the, the Zoom and Ink is looking really solid. No, it's a good idea. Yeah. Like, I mean, even if I end up not reading any of it, I think it's a good idea. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, cool. so kids stuff real quick. Did we talk about the 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 DC Lucha Libre? Toys that are coming out. Uh, oh, God, we, we did not. No, I saw a couple of images, but oh, of course, I, that's what Matt wants to talk about. Well, I just want to say I've never wanted an action figure at Superman. He looks like the <laughs> Lucha Great El Santo. Who <laughs> El Santo was such ingratiated into the culture down in Mexico that there are movies about him, like starring him in his mask and everything, doing like superhero stuff. I'm looking like, at them stopping now. Crime. Um, yeah, if anyone doesn't know, this is just kind of like how they did like the the, the bombshells and they did the, the primal. They also did the that was it was the the Mad these Max. are just action figures though, rather than like because the bombshells yeah. were more statues. statues. Sure, but in the same sense where it's like a theme and they're doing all the characters in that theme. Mm-hmm. It's basically. Yeah. But if we get like a book, like they're kind of doing with the primal, like that's just kind <laughs> of literally, <laughs> literally Libra Superman. <laughs> oh, that's so Oh, and you know what uh, is interesting? Given that you know we just heard that they're their deal with Walmart, it's not that it's fallen through, you know, they've had that exclusivity, yeah. but, you know, uh, I did not expect that news that we'd be getting those elsewhere because earlier this week we got um, the Batman Black and White series, 
uh, they'll be actually doing smaller versions of them exclusively for Walmart. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so um, you're talking about the statues, right? Yeah, yeah, the statues. Mm. I think they're like they're four inches in, uh, instead of whatever the the regular four. size is. Yeah, that's cool. Um, that but was... you know, so you know, having had that earlier this week, I thought, okay, that relationship's still in you know full force. This is going to continue for a while. So interesting. Yeah. All right, there you go. So now we'll move on to some questions from the Twitters, and we'll see what we've got here. So first up. Uh, from at Stuon, which DC characters would, do you think would make the best and worst roommates? Well, worst is, I mean, Jason Todd. Like, let's just get that out of the yeah, way. Duh. Immediately. Yeah. Leaving his bloody crowbar everywhere. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Hal Jordan because he's never home. Right? Uh, that's a good answer. I'm going to say Bruce Wayne space. because if I'm rooming with him, I've got a mansion. Yeah. Yeah, and Alfred. Alfred. Uh, yeah, and Alfred's there. Yeah, Alfred, make me a sandwich. Uh, yes, Master Peter. Thank you, Alfred. I like you, Alfred. You'll get on great. Uh, you'd be such a dick to Alfred. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I love Alfred. Alfred. No, sassy Alfred would tear Pete up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. he, he stands no chance. Yes, yeah. yeah, watching movies again, huh? Okay. Well, you could be doing something, but instead you're sitting here. You know, I was in a. I could see him doing. I was in an actor troop and a medic in the army. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he, he's the worst stepdad of all time. Yes, yes, I can uh, see that. Um, how else do you have? <laughs> just for fun, I want Dick Grayson. Just like, not Rick, like traditional, you know, Dick Grayson, you know, get to hang out with him, you know, play Cheese Viking. Yes. Like, yes. Yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, not that I think it's one of the obvious answers you could you could throw yeah. out there because he's more down to yeah. earth than a lot of other characters. <laughs> Wally when he's alive. <laughs> uh, I guess I didn't really think of Wally because you know I still think of Wally as being married with kids. Who then I assume, yeah. you know, I'm, I can't remember someone who's married with kids. So I'm th- I'm thinking <laughs> of the single folk mostly. Yeah. 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 Now is it down though? It is now it down a little bit, a little bit, which makes it. Yeah, because there's not a lot of marriages in DC. <laughs> it's yeah, the yeah. thing. Um, but no, no, Bruce Wayne for the mansion. Um, yeah, you better be a cyborg. You never have to pay for Uber because he'll just boom to be everywhere. <laughs> or electricity. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could just you know charge the whole house. That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Internet to is never going to be faster. Yeah. So. I feel like cyborg just has to recharge himself though. Like so, that electricity yeah. bill might be through the roof. I don't know the stuff like Tesla's doing with their batteries. I'm sure, like yeah, ten but... times of what that is. So nah. I I just feel like he his power consumption rate is significantly higher than Motherbox, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whatever. Motherbox. Uh... All right. Next up at Carthanis. Uh, I just read Identity Crisis and absolutely loved it. Each issue was filled with tension. I really enjoyed the mystery. Mm-hmm. As someone who has only been reading comics since Rebirth, what is what was the controversy with this book? I don't quite understand why there's so much hatred for it. This is an interesting question because... Yes. Yeah. I mean, a large part of it is just the fact that it has the crisis in the name. Yeah. And it's but... not a traditional crisis. Yeah, but you can say the same about Heroes in Crisis right now. And yeah, people... you could, and it's going I, but, through a similar but thing. But I feel yeah. that through the same amount of issues... Identity Crisis was much better uh, told. 
I think oh yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I like it. You know I like what I mean? it. Here's here's the thing though. There's also a large report on the internet who really hates it because yeah. of its inclusion of of. Uh, I, I won't spoil it, but there is a rape plot line yeah. in, in in the yeah. book, and, yeah. and a lot of the internet aren't aren't super hot in that. But here's the here's the weird thing about this book is that when I read this book um for the first time mm-hmm. about I don't know this was probably in twenty ten maybe two thousand nine something like that. Oh um, wow! When I when I read that book then. I didn't know what anyone else thought of it. I just read it, right? I just read it because I was working through like big DC books. I didn't really know what people mm-hmm. thought of all these old books. Uh, and when I read it in a vacuum, I loved it. Um, so when I saw other people's criticisms of it, like I kind of get what they're saying, but ultimately I still thought it was a really well-told story. And yeah. it's still, it's... It, But it's not done. That story is not done as like a, oh my God, gimmick. The way that it reverberates the entire Justice League and mm. especially that character and what it did to that character going I, forward... I, do I think like, it is? I think I've also seen people online who think that Identity Crisis is kind of the poster child for the start of DC trying to be dark, and it is a dark story. Like there's, there's no question yeah, that it is a dark yeah. story. <laughs> but the way that it ends with what that character says, like it, it's starting to make me feel emotional right now, just because of that journey. Yeah, you go on with them. It's, like, it is a great story. I, th- I yeah, think I love that story. I I have no problems with DC being dark. I think my problem is is that as long as I love the characters and they're going because this is the thing. Good storytelling tends to be when the characters do go th- go through some shit, <laughs> right? That's yeah. usually what makes it yeah. good. Well, and that's the thing too is like I understand people have stuff at face value, but like I'm gonna bring it back to wrestling when when you have a heel that says some really terrible crap, right? <laughs> He's looking for that bad reaction. So to like to hold that up and go, I can't believe you said that in 2019 or 2018. It's like, well, yeah, he's playing a character that you're not supposed to like, you know. Like, mm. I I doubt that's what he really means, you know. Like, and I, so uh, yeah, I, it's always about context for me. And like, I don't feel Meltzer was trying to be edgy, or there was a story that he could tell about the private lives of superheroes, yeah, and what that would mean because the reverberations that came out from Identity Crisis. Through Infinite Crisis to, you know, Brightest Day, and and Fifty Two. Yeah, like, I, I I love that era of DC. Um, yeah. so yeah. I mean, I've not read Identity Crisis specifically in a long time now. So I it's, mean, I'll be curious yeah. to see what I feel about it after a, a present day yeah. reread. But um, nah, no, I, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you liked it. Um, you know, who's that again? Who's that comment from? That was at Carthanis. Yeah, Carthanis. I'm glad that you enjoyed it because it is Brad Meltzer. Um. He is one of my favorite authors, just period. So then when he came to, to comics, like it was extra special. So if you really enjoyed that, check out. If, uh, if anything to our, because I don't know if you've ever spoken about this before. If anything uh, to our listeners, it may be controversial that all three of us yeah. like the book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that might like be. kind of mentioned it from time to time. I think uh, when, when Heroes in Crisis was announced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and we were like, okay. That's true. Yeah, this, is, this is going to be, you know. A take on identity crisis style yeah. of, yeah. of crisis. and it's not as good. I mean, it's nowhere near as good. No, no. Um, but I will say, if you did like identity crisis, uh, Johns was writing JSA and Meltzer was writing uh, JLA. I think it was just Justice League. I think they rebranded it right after that. And there's a story called the Lightning Saga, which is in my top ten stories of all time. Yeah, you've got so, that. It reads to sacrifice. It re- you know, because it all just kind of leads up to like mm-hmm. Infinity Crisis from there, essentially. Right. Um, yeah. read 52 read all those things uh, yeah. uh, but no no we, we like it so um, yeah. uh, at Tim 3 Robin uh, so this is the one that actually relates to Heroes in Christ so this actually nicely spins on to this question yeah. what are the odds that, so what are the odds that at the end of Heroes in Crisis we'll be uh, in a positive place where they leave Wally 
50-50. You think it's 50-50? No, I'm getting better odds. I'm giving three to one odds. You, you think better? I, 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 Joe, I yeah. was going to be kind of cynical here and say I'm hoping for the best, but I'm going to downplay yeah. it and say maybe like 35%. No, I'm I'm 50-50 in that. I, I, at this point, I can still see it going either way. That's not that's fair. I'm ha- you know what? Given how cynical you are, I'm happy to hear you still say it's 50-50, to be no, honest. Here's the thing. Because obviously, I've not been enjoying Heroes of Crest as much as either of you mm-hmm, two. Mm-hmm. Looking at it from that perspective, I'm going, I can see all this being, I can still see where all this is undone. Yeah. And none of it just yeah. matters, basically. Yeah, well, and, and, and going through this, a tipping hand for Batman. Um, yeah. I like that we feel like it's actually happening in continuity. Like, it doesn't feel like, up to this point, it felt like it was just a gimmick. Like, they just undo everything because it really wasn't mm. outside of Green Arrow it wasn't felt outside in the other books, but with what's happening with Barry and Bruce, you know, there is still a cost, a price, yeah, if you will. Which, which led to my, a lot of my theories were kind of evolving yeah. out the fact that there wasn't any reference to it in any other books. Nope. Green yeah. We, we were wondering if it was a simulation, if it was yeah. all in someone's right. head, you know, but you know, with, with booster, there's always that time travel aspect that can just go and undo everything. And especially with how King's writing Batman right now, place that it's in mm. anything can happen you know like you know so but yeah i i'm, I'm looking mostly positive I think the negative <laughs> i'm gonna start breaking things so um for my own sake i'm, I'm going positive sometimes those those gaps when matt's speaking happen at really funny times uh, really. but hey uh no i mean hoping for the best i mean what the actual odds are is it's a difficult thing to pin down, but here you go. Yeah. Uh, so at Eritrean, and this is uh, Tyler who makes us read Rick Grayson just for the record. Um, Tyler, what's up, dude? You're my favorite. Um, how how would your Latin core look if you were drafting Marvel characters? Can be any color, but you can only pick one core. So I, 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 send, I guess we're all picking one core and then picking some Marvel characters to fill it. I mean, Hulk, Hulk's in yeah. the red, obviously. I mean, right? Easy. Easy. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking where to put. I'm thinking where to put Thor. So give me a minute. <laughs> that's the one I want. And that'll be Matt's color. Yes, that's what he's thinking. I I feel like I don't know Marvel characters well enough to be on the surface level to mm-hmm. really place them in a in a in a core. Well, I would put if I'm doing blue, I'm putting Daredevil there. Um, and Cap, surely. Really... Hope, yeah. Yeah, Cap, Cap's there. Yeah. Well, I feel like you put Cap and Thor in green because they're both like. That's that's like the warrior one, you know what I mean? Uh, like those 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 are the those two guys are soldiers. Yeah. Um, you know, like John. So, but I could you could put Cap in blue. Cap's always hopeful. Here's the thing. Um, I I think you you put Wolverine in red, but I think Laura and Gabby go into uh, compassion. They go into and into Indigo. Indigo. Yeah, forgetting yeah. the fact that Indigo was all people who used to be criminals that are. Before, yeah, yeah, yeah just in the concept of compassion. Yeah. Just, just forget yeah. that part of it. Yeah. Um, Does Marvel have an orange? I'm thinking a greedy person. I'm sure they do. They, yeah, yeah, but who like? Oh, dude, Kingpin. He's 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 Lex Luthor light. So yeah, of course sure. he. Yeah. I, actually, he'd I would argue a... he's Lex Luthor, but heavier, man. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> he's, a... he's a blue collar. He's blue collar Lex Luthor. You know, like what what, what you're trying to say is shit. Oh, I like Kingpin. Oh, oh. I like, you know, but Lex is Lex is my dude. We all we all know this. Um, who do you put in Violet over there? 
I think maybe Medusa from the Inhumans, right? I think, like, if you say so. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I can't back that one up. Oh, uh, Black Panther's in blue. Sure, um, I can he's see that. Uh, Namor's in red. That dude's I always, always feel like off. Black Panther's a lot more cynical though. Like he's always he's he's almost a look at Batman esque in you know in. in so would you put him? I don't, but I, he doesn't seem motivated by fear. And not that Batman's motivated by fear either, but it's a key component of his persona. Fear. Yeah, yeah. Panther doesn't. No, I look at him, doesn't. and I might be colored by the movie because that's that's the version yeah. I'm most familiar with. But I mean, like movie versions, blue. Sure. Um, I'm I'm trying so. to think about Spider Man because I'm like, there's an argument for blue, but I feel like willpower is his biggest thing. So. Yeah, I'd probably go just throw him in green. green. Yeah. So I'm thinking. So I'm thinking. Uh, Iron Man could be orange, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I, I can't really see him anywhere else. Yeah. Well, you you could put his demons are based by fear too, so in touch with his fear, and that's why he does a lot of his creations. So you could put him in yellow if you want. Uh, yeah, maybe. I guess. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm still trying to put Thor because I don't see that Thor fits in any particular, except for green. Like I can't. Yeah, but but here's the thing. I think after where we are in Aaron's run, mm-hmm. I don't think we can put him in green anymore. No, I think because you know where he where he was like, Do you know what, I'm 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 not worthy, right. and he kind of gave up. Yeah, at, it, for far too long for it to be a, uh, for him to have the the Real... willpower to keep going. Real quick, did you read the most recent one? Hell yes, I did. Because, yeah, the most recent one, he's definitely red. Like, he's... <laughs> you know what? He could be the, the, the White Lantern of the, the DCU, where he can... Or yeah. MCU, where he can uh, touch it, you know... I love how it's simply all MCU. It's not just Marvel Comics. Yeah, well, it's cinematic universe. That's how I meant to say it. Not cinematic. Yeah. It was like, you know... Um, but yeah, and who who do you put as the black? Who's who's the Death Lantern? Hella. Yeah. No, that's, that's too on the nose. It is, but ooh, Loki's orange for sure. Ah, uh, there you He's... go. Loki's orange for sure. Um, yeah. Ghost Rider, you put this Ghost Rider's compassion. This new kid. Um, yeah. Um... Obviously, you mentioned the last issue. I thought Odin. Uh, Odin gets Odin. an orange. Yes, but here's the real question though: Where does Gwenpool go? I don't know. I don't. I don't know Gwenpool enough. Um, so, uh, honestly, I feel there used to be there used to be a color for chaotic <laughs> because that's where yeah. a character like Gwenpool. Well, and... that's where Dead Deadpool would be too, right? Like, uh, um, I'm, I'm trying to think of other X Men. Like, uh, yeah, where'd you put Cyclops? See purple because he's always Back in the gray. see violet. Because oh. yeah. um, he he's got love issues, like you know he can tap into that. It does. I feel yeah. like he's kind of more the the, the 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 simple leader though, at least most of the time. Yeah. So he's probably yeah. just he's he's blue. too blonde to have a color. Oh. There's okay. good versions of Cyclops. I just haven't. Yeah. You've just never seen one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm I'm going off of the Avengers. I'm getting caught up on Avengers. There's there's all these characters I'm being introduced to. I, I, like Jean Grey is probably compassion, and then yeah. Kitty's probably 
Will Kitty's power. Hope. Yeah, or Hope. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I feel, I feel I like there's often a lot of overlap with Hope and Willpower. I feel yeah. like more often oh, not. Yeah. There is. That's why they have like, such I, a good relationship, like, though, isn't it? That's true. I, whenever one Colossus goes into, I put Kitty in the opposite. You know, because they feed off of each other. He does like not Green go into Hope. Huh? He doesn't go into Hope. I don't know. He overcame, you know, Soviet Russia. Yeah, but I think that's Willpower rather death. than Hope. Oh, that's true. I don't think Colossus is inspiring enough. He he doesn't have the oh. ability to inspire others that, that most hope wielders do. Hmm. His sister's definitely an orange. Orange or red. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, I think I think we'll do it. Leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> we could keep going probably, but Where? over there. Uh one last question then from at Talking Superman, because he Friend must, of the show. He must get, always get mentioned on the show, apparently. I, I know yeah. he, he basks in the, the mentions. He loves the shout-outs. It's good. He, hey, I, his Twitter keeps me going sometimes. When I'm like, ugh, this sucks. He's usually so positive that it snaps me out of whatever yeah, funk. We, so, we have to let him know beforehand that he's going to be mentioned in the show, because I think when we mention him on the show, he likes to be listening in the bath and be soaking mm. in the hot tub when he hears his name, so he can just wash himself all over as he hears it. Um... God, you made that so creepy. <laughs> it was supposed to be creepy, Matt. Context, I get it. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, uh, what's a DC retcon that you think works well? Oh, so many of them. <laughs> Jeff want, Johns. Do, do <laughs> All of them. <laughs> do, 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 what's funny, do you know what's funny about this question? I mean, I feel like DC, for the most part, is actually quite good at retconning. However, yeah. the ones that stick out that we always talk about are the ones that don't work because they're, ones, they're the ones that stick out like a sore thumb. It's the New 52. Yeah. It's the big retcons that are like, ah, we don't like that. Well, because yeah, there's so when... many retcons. Oh, I mean, we had one in Justice League like last month. That's right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but when they do retcons like that like and they're well thought out, it's they tend to work out because DC is so big and sprawling, you can I... do that. I will say my favorite retcon right now uh-huh. is the one going on in Hawkman at the minute. Yeah, that's a good one. With, with this this way solid. of everything works. Yeah. I'll tell you what my least favorite retcon is. Don't say Superboy punching because I love that one. No, 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 not that. Not that. Okay. It's about a certain Jason Todd coming back to life when he was supposed to be dead. No. So the Lost Days uh, mini by Winnick really, really fixes that. So... Um, yeah, but we still have to pull up with Jason Todd. He's still here. Uh, yeah, I think it's less about how it was changed and more <laughs> that it was changed that, that Pete's annoyed I don't, about. Yeah. I don't mind Jason Todd existing. I just don't. Oh, I do. <laughs> because I mind Titans... it. I have to read it. Yes, well, I know that, but like, uh, I don't know. I don't hate Jason Todd as a concept. I hate on a, on how a, they've been On using a similar him. wavelength, I'm looking forward to the retcon of, of Rick Grayson. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. fancy. When Connor muted his mate, there was a little mute symbol that appeared above him. Ooh. I can I see that he's done just it. Just so, so I could cough and, and, and not... You know, oh, I wasn't criticizing. Oh, I was just pointing out that now I can see what I, you've I done did it. notice it does a little black flash as well when I mute it yeah. uh, over my image. Um, I'll tell you what Redcon I didn't like was in Henry Byrne. And they got rid of Connor. Well, that was like the best. Like he didn't exist. That worked. And then that started a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who is Connor Kent? Uh, that is the best running joke we've ever had, and I am. It's uh, a shame it had to come to an end. Isn't yeah, it? eventually they had yeah. to bring him back and ruin it. But yeah, that was that was that was gold. Um, um I'm trying to think what other retcons. Well, I mean, the, the big ones are whenever there's a crisis and they change the entire universe yeah. again. Like you know, those are the big ones. 
Well, Convergence having its cake and eating it too was pretty lame. Where it's like all the crises <laughs> has happened, but none of them happened also. So we're in this weird yeah, middle point. Yeah, but that's Convergence for you. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to think yeah. of like small, like specific character stuff that kind of improved things. Yeah. Like you know, like how I mean, how do we feel about the the Johns? Like you know, B- Barry's mother was killed. You know, by Reverse Flash. You know, yeah, that's fine. Him. I was never I, see. I'm the fact growing up. Well, growing up a Wally guy, I didn't care too much about Barry and his whole thing. Mm. So when it happened, I was just like, okay, cool. Like I like Barry enough, but Wally's my Flash. So, so um, here's why I'm mixed on it. I like what it does with with Reverse Flash, and you know, making it personal and personal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. It does take, you know, the, oh, every hero needs a tragedy, right? And and mm. before, it's like, right. no, no, no. It just, he's, he's just a hero because he's a good dude. Yeah. And yeah. I like that. I think I like, I like the, the idea of, of a villain going back in time and doing something awful like that. I, I think I always like the concept yeah. of that. Yeah. Well, because yeah, now he gets to credit himself yeah. with, with creating the hero. You know? and it, it and brings all, all these fun. questions of like you know is things cyclical is he, does he only exist because right. of what reverse flash did but reverse flash only did it right. because of how he feels about the flash you know right it, you know yeah. given that flash is so steeped in sci-fi i did all this yeah that's mm-hmm. the thing. That, that's why i'm like because I, I really like what it does in terms of the story and then the, on the, the themes and stuff they can play with yeah. but it does take away that one thing of like oh now it's another one motivated by tragedy i'll tell you the one retcon that i really enjoy because this version of kara was the mm-hmm. the lobe uh, version from Superman Batman where mm. she she got stuck in the, the explosion and you're late. Yeah, I mean, and... That, that's something that's kind of stuck around for a lot of versions of her yeah. now. Like, you know, the TV show's done that, mm-hmm. the current Rebirth version of Supergirl had yeah. that. Like, that, that's been an ongoing and thing for up, a long time. It's kind of the, the go-to standard now. Uh, do, you know I think, yeah, because... do you know what I think makes it work, though? And this is why it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Because it makes her different from Superman. Because unlike Superman, right. she remembers Krypton. She remembers growing up there. Exactly. She remembers her parents. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know, Silver Age Supergirl is just a girl version of, of Superboy. You know, like yeah. she's yeah. not much different. And so this this did make Kara feel special because she's a different kind of refugee. Whereas, yeah. whereas I, Clark I doesn't do remember think, the homeland. She does. I do think the, the, the TV show doing this version has solidified it as this is the mm-hmm. version we'll get. Yeah. From now on. That makes yeah. sense. And I'm okay with that because I like this. So yeah. that one's, I'm going to say that one's probably my favorite because mm-hmm. of what it's meant. And it introduced me to Supergirl because I wasn't, you know, I hadn't read the whole Earthbound Angel stuff yet by the time I'd read that, mm-hmm. um, which was completely different from Kara who yeah. died in, 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 in Crisis yeah. on Infinite Earths. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I like that a lot. I mean, some of that early run that came after that was a bit weak, but. Um, yeah. Until... But it really hit its stride with Sterling Gates and like still engaged i mean i haven't actually got to that point yet i got up to the point where it introduced the legion story and that she'd been in the legion for a while yeah so it kind of tied in with that and that stuff was actually pretty good uh yeah so uh but the, the actual introduction in batman superman batman was was solid from what i remember it's been a while since i read it admittedly but yeah yeah, um, yeah. Uh, michael turner on the art there mm. so yeah, that's great great yeah so Oh, okay, there you go. That's questions. Uh, we can finally move on then to the books of the month. What little of them there are. So starting off this week then with Batman issue sixty four. This is the 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 price price yeah the crossover with Flash part three. It's, it's sixty five. Sixty five. Sorry, I, I forgot to change the number. That's my bad. Uh, it is yeah. Sixty five. Um. So Gillen March is back on the art, unfortunately. 
God's sake. Again, not 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 terrible, but far from good. The the, the um, only positive thing I'll say is that it's not as bad as the last issue they did. Yeah. I had to double check see if it was Gil March because it didn't look as bad. You I know think what it's mean? as bad. Uh, it, it doesn't have those specific like because last time it was, it was that big you know the, the statues thigh or there was that that thing yeah. there uh, there was one face from Gotham Girl that made me laugh out loud though I will say that I don't yes. know I've got examples of the really awkward looking things uh, so when 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 Gotham shows up oh sure now the one for me is when uh, Gotham Girl lands in the I think it's the station where Iris is there, mm-hmm. and she's got this like evil like look in her face. She's sort of like tilting her head forward, and she's got this smile. It is the most ridiculous evil looking smile. She's kind of kind of googly eyed, right? Like, yeah, it looks a little weird. Yeah, I don't know. The, the there's a the panel where, where Flash arrives at that point um, at the top. He just oh, his whole body just looks rough. Yeah. No, uh, I mean, there's just there's all these scattered throughout the issue where I'm just going, oof. Yeah, there's a really bad flash one. Let me see if the Connor was talking about. Yeah, it's it's when uh, uh, Batman and him are fighting, and he's got like Brock Lesnar's like neck, the Flash. <laughs> like, it's just this huge veiny monstrosity. Yeah, I don't know who that is, but I, I know what exactly what you're yes. talking about. Yeah. Like, so just picture a human version of that, and you you got Brock Lesnar on her. Yeah. Like, is that a real awesome? life? It is. Brock Lesnar looks like he has a second set of shoulders coming. Shoulders. Who <laughs> put shoulders on your shoulders so you I'm, can? I'm yeah. not gonna lie. This book, in in terms of the art, set me off on a bad start because you know the the very first page, uh, bottom panel, the guy holding the gun to the family. What the hell is that pose supposed to be? Yeah. What's he doing? Like seriously, <laughs> what, is, what is he doing? This is what we're gonna find out. This gonna be a retcon where um, that was Plastic Man. <laughs> He's all bendy. Yeah, he also changed Wayne. hand for the gun for no reason. Like in the panel above, it's it's the guns in his right hand, and then we get that panel below, and it's oh, it's in the left, and he's he's doing I, this weird pose. You know, I actually went a page fall on that, and I thought you were talking about when she, when young Gotham girl punches him in her fantasy, and look at his poses. He's been punched. Yeah, there's his that too. Head. It's, it's it looks like, like his head's been knocked off. Yeah, it's like it's like he's stretching back, and it looks it looks like the, the gun's decapitated his head. It is. Where is the head? <laughs> she punched it off. <laughs> Punches the head right off. I remember when King introduced Gotham Girl and said this was gonna be a thing, Batman, and I know plans change, not. But this story has not done anything to ingratiate her. No, if in- I, I do not like this plan. Yeah, if Earth yeah. in this issue specifically has has, yeah. has convinced me that Gotham Girl is a lost cause, and once she's done yes. with, I don't want to see her again now. Yeah. I I agree, and and like, <laughs> I don't kind of really care now where her powers came, from, what happened, and like the serum they keep talking about, they don't actually call well, venom. You're in luck, Matt, because you're going to get a whole issue explained anyway. I know. I know. We've only got one issue left, though, and we have to like finish like the the story with her because the the book ends like so. All all the clones actually eventually essentially disintegrated because the power was too much, and it you know they they used it all. And Gotham himself does this. So at the end of the issue, she takes the the the, the serum herself, and then goes all like you know basically Jean Grey like Phoenix Force mm-hmm. <laughs> on them, and that's yeah. the cliffhanger. Uh, but that's basically the only other thing to really note is I, I like the scene where Iris wants to do an obituary for Wally, even if no one's ever going to see it. 
Yeah. I like that just in terms of yeah. concept. That as, a, as, a, as a beat. Yeah. Basically, uh, the the stuff that is Flash specifically related mm-hmm. is still pretty really? good. Yeah, so it's Flash and it's Flash and Batman arguing, and him like demanding to know if Gotham Girl went to Sanctuary, and Batman claims that she didn't. He doesn't know where that mask came from. Yeah, liar. It, it feels to me liar. basically anything that feels like it's come from will would have affected Williams's book anyway, right? Uh, yeah, like you know, the dealing with the Wally stuff and his relationship yeah. with Batman. That stuff's mm-hmm. solid. Anything that's come from King's Batman run, it's pretty been pretty rough in this. Yeah. Yeah, I can't really defend much of it to be honest. Yeah, because I didn't even have the banter of the last. Like this is probably the weakest of the issue so far of, the, of this crossover. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with yeah. that because the art's really so, bad. There's not really a whole lot of advancement in the plot. Um, I mean, there's some small beats I like, like you know, when when Flash just races off to the city and Batman has to like catch up with the Batwing, and he's like but, pushing and, the engines. He's like push the engines. Yeah. Like, so you're going to explode? Push the engines, damn it! Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, pretty oh, yeah. sure that Batman's developed a superpower that uh, through the last couple books that he just is resistant to explosions because we saw that in Detective mm-hmm. you know the, the Hellbat was going to blow up yeah and now, now the Batman yeah. this one was funnier to me though because this was more like a, a traditional movie thing where he's just like no nah, keep you know overload overload just keep pushing it because yeah. um, the Detective Comics things told him that he has a 95% chance of having a heart attack Yeah. so that one bothered me way more this was more just yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no I know I'm just saying like he's you know that's a secret and, and to be fair when it gets to the point where Alfred's going you need to eject now he pretty much does yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's already there more or less yeah. Um, yeah, this was this was kind of a, a a rougher one compared to the last two. Yeah. I yeah, Got, Gotham Girl unfortunately is kind of a lost cause now. It's a shame because uh, I really like that yeah. stuff back at the start of the run. Her voice still yeah. seems off. She still feels like a complete psychopath. Uh, you know, when yeah. Gotham... well, I'm sure she's been sampling the venom too. Yeah. Too. Wait, when, when, Probably because when Gotham shows up and she's like, "Oh, look, no, my brother's already here." The, the look in her face shows like a complete yeah. and utter psycho. Like, yeah. I'm finding it a hard time to like relate to her or empathize with her here. Yeah, she... see if and if King had been like seeding her throughout, it, it would have been fine. Like we'd kind of seen what she had been up to, mm. but just coming back there. to it like this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely feels like a filler. Like he was just like, "Oh yeah, I was gonna do this with Gotham girl. You want to do this, Josh?" And one yeah. was like, "Sure." He's basically gone. Do you know what? I can't be asked far from that. You do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like uh, Batman's entrance to the fight is okay. You know, your Gotham girl's got Flash pinned down, and he kind of like you. Their head gets hit with like a smoke bomb or whatever, and you know, Batman comes down from the bat plane. Like, yeah, that's yeah. that's okay as as far as action stuff goes. But yeah, she takes the serum, but they're, they're begging her not to, and she turns into like Phoenix Force Gotham girl, and it's like, okay, see you next issue. So yeah. Not a lot of advancement, honestly. At least it'll be over next week. Like, That's this true. Is what's great. Yeah, oh, and then we get right back into nightmares. Yes, but the yeah. Flash can go back to just being the Flash again, though. Yes. That's just true. Because you know, is, 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 from the, you know, cause this is the Batman issue, from the Batman side of it, mm-hmm. this was going to be like, oh, we get a nice month break from, from nightmares. We get, yeah, Williamson doing this, this crossover, and we're like, oh, this will be good. See... I'd rather have what the F than blah. You know, at least Nightmare says the, what the hell am I reading? This is just like, oh, this is what I'm reading. 
you know there's a, there's a difference yeah at least nightmares for all its weirdness there's at least like yeah. okay there's something going on here even if i don't like what it is yeah. it's it's how i feel about david lynch where i'll watch it okay i never have to watch this again but at least it was interesting to watch than something else that was just like forgettable you yeah. will never forget a david lynch movie you know what i mean at least i won't <laughs> i know i love, I love <laughs> david lynch so i don't forget yeah. him I... Yeah, well, i know but, I'll forget this story in a year's time. When, you know, yeah, when, that, when that's what I'm to, saying. Yeah. Yeah, when we come to the end of the year doing, you know, recap the year, what we do, all that stuff, I'm probably going to struggle to remember that this happened. Yeah. 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 Doesn't help that it's in February, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but but even more so. All right, what are you giving it, Connor? 3.5. Matt? I'm giving it a 5. I'm going to give it a 4.5. Hey, yeah. that averages out around like a 4.3 or something like that. So that, that that's yeah. one of the lowest rated books across the board that we've had yeah. in, in some time. I yeah. will say the one benefit is it read fast. That's true. That's so, true. Uh, yeah. Which is not something I can say for the next issue we're going to talk about. That takes us on to <laughs> Justice League, issue 18. Intense. You sound like you weren't a fan. James Tyne in the fourth, writing with Pascal Ferry on the art. Um, I was not. This was I. So so Brainiac is going into Lex Luthor's mind, or bringing Lex Luthor into Brainiac's world, whatever way around it was. And yeah, Brainiac. Well, like, no, it was Brainiac was hacking into Lex's brain and going to take over his body. Well, yeah. yeah well, it, it was it was voluntary to a point, and then Brainiac's like, haha, yeah. But now I'm going to take over because screw Chris, you and curse uh, you and your sudden yet inevitable betrayal. Yes, I was going to say it. That that was the best moment of the Egypt. issue is when Lex basically quoted Firefly, which of course came from Josh Whedon, the creator of the hit television show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <sighs> so, right, so that made me laugh. Um, otherwise, though, it basically became. To get out of it, Lex is like, "Hey, let me just actually like tell you everything that happened with Vandal Savage because yeah. this is important." And it was mostly just recapping things we kind of already knew with some more detail uh, and a lot of dialogue. Yeah, I don't mind that. I like that. I, I really like issue, this issue. Yeah, me too. Really, I I was not feeling this I, one. I think it helped that I I really like the art. I'm not familiar with this artist. I don't think I've ever encountered them before. Yeah, um, I was okay. I wasn't. Yeah, but, I wasn't. Pascal Ferry's been around. Yeah, yeah um, but I, I've it, never had any experience with him. So, I feel like this is Snyder, and granted this is Tinian, but he's working ideas. I feel like Snyder's going through the old Justice and taking bits and pieces, and and this is the Luthiac stuff from mm. from that, where, where they join. But even the art style, Pascal Ferries, it's very cartoony. It in, is, yeah. In its, in its look. Um and I like that a whole lot, especially when we get to the history and we see all the different, you know, people that that um, Vandal throughout time. Yeah, yeah. Because you have them with Arion and then Satanus, and then it looks like Colonel Sanders. Yeah, he's, he's got something going on with Ares, I think, by the look of yeah. it. Yep. Let's, um, not, let's not gloss over Colonel, Colonel Sanders, there, Matt. <laughs> yeah, he's in the third. I don't know who that's supposed to be. Uh, but then you have the Ultra Humanite, and then yeah. um, um, what looks like, you know, the Dark Gods on the other side, and then of course Roz, which I've always wanted a Roz and Vandal Savage story because these two immortals, like yeah. you know, they were at opposite ends at one point. Oh, of course, you know? they definitely went to war at some point and then called. And the like, truth. I want that story, like you know, um, 
But yeah, so I, I liked all of this. So yeah, that is Ares, isn't it? I thought it was one of the, the you know... No, I'm pretty sure that's the, just Ares. The devil gods. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes more sense. Yeah, he's communing it. with the gods. Yeah, I thought it was Ares, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, yeah. That's cool. But yeah, so, uh, so it's like... Let me get him with, with, with Lionel. Yeah, and, Lionel and basically... Lionel's the biggest chunk of the right. issue, because it's... it's uh, you know, once he gets to Lionel, it's like, okay, Lionel helped with all this stuff, but ultimately he took it from him and made him... So, because he was this intelligent... He was like Lex. He was a scientist who was trying to figure yeah. all this stuff out and was obsessed with it. But Savage decided, like we know, knew from before, that he was going to just move the Earth so that the, the, the totality yeah. never hit it and we would never have to deal with Perpetua. Because Vandal somehow ended up being kind of sensible in all this. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, moving the Earth off of its axis. It, it was one of those where he says, "Oh, I'm gonna break off a bit of the crust and and shift." Yeah. I'm like, "This sounds like your plan involves killing a lot of people." But, yeah, but you know, armor but, and eggs and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is it. It's it's. But I genuinely feel like he's going, "No, no, no greater good on yeah. this one." It, it yeah. feels like that to me. Yeah. Um, and and Lex, on the other hand, uh, or Lionel, on the other hand, rather, is like, "No, no, there's so much potential with this this and doom and all you these just need to believe energies." Uh, so Lex is basically convincing Brainiac of this, and Brainiac lets Lex wake back up at the end. There's a thing. He lets him say, no, okay, we'll do this together. I won't just take control. Oh. I'm I'm calling it now. Lex Luthor's going to have a face turn. As soon as Perpetua comes, this dude's going to be like, oh no, what have I done? I need... I am actually am a hero. He's going to end up like being like Vandal Savage here. You know? And, and will it cause his death? Maybe. I have no idea what's in store. Mm. But... I feel like he's just with this whole thing about belief, he is out of his element now. You know, like yeah. he believes in in something other than doom. Also, the, I don't want to skim over on the page with Lionel going through finding all this stuff. Mm. Um, they talk about the fifth dimension, yeah, and these um, Imps, thought constructs, um, which I'd never heard Mixipitalik described as that because we know he's from the fifth dimension. Yeah, right. Um, but it all makes more sense now. So I kind of appreciate Snyder for doing that. Like, I, I do it, like the idea that Lionel only wants to get to the fifth dimension so he can get to the sixth dimension. It's, that, yes. it's like, no, no, that's just a stopgap. The sixth dimension is where yeah. we really want to go. And that's, that's the plan going forward because mm-hmm. that's, that's where they're heading now, yeah, yeah. where they're going to yeah. try and head. But like, I like also too that the other creatures have called them leprechauns and bogarts. So the fact yeah. that they're imps... You know, it's. I just I like when they play with stuff like that. Yeah, and it's um, got. Oh, this is the explanation throughout history. No, no, yeah. now we need uh, a St. Patrick's Day special with a uh, Mixie. Mixie. With Mixie. Oh my god! As I a leprechaun. Mixie, yeah. Mixie, and Vandal Savage. <laughs> oh, this would be so. Good. Imagine that, because you know, usually when we you see Vandal Savage, he's super humorless, and Mixie's not right. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Him rea- his, his deadpan reaction oh. to all of Mixie's hijinks. Yep. Ah, oh, need it. And him just trying to get his hands on that leprechaun gold. Like, oh. yeah. get on it, DC. <laughs> yeah, but no, this I I really like this. I you just... know, like like Pete said, it, it ends with with Luther waking up and mm. convincing Brainiac that you have to believe in something. Like you just can't have this cold logic, and this is the way we're gonna do it. It means nothing if you don't believe in it. And I kind of like that message. Yeah, I like Joe. Is, I like mostly what it's doing. I just felt like it didn't need a whole issue to do this. I guess like I, I felt like it spent a, a long time just recapping things, and it felt quite wordy. 
uh, by the end of it I was like I'm fine with the outcome I'm fine with the things that it did in terms of plot in terms of what it's setting up it's just yeah, yeah. I, I could have done with this being well, a side plot and a main issue I guess is what I'm saying me me and Connor tend to like historical stuff I think a yeah. So I think yeah, our, yeah, our bias comes into play here because I get everything you're saying. Oh, but I oh that bias is coming into play in Aquaman, don't you worry. Yes, <laughs> I was going to mess. I was going to, to, to tweet at you uh, if you had read it yet, but I decided to hold it till the show. So... I read it. I read it last night, and I was like, "Oh uh, boy, uh, oh we're, we're getting there, yeah, we're getting buddy. there." Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I mean, I don't think this is a bad issue. It's just that, like, it was one where I was squeezing this in before the show started. I'd left this till kind of last mm-hmm. minute. And I was like, this took like twice as long versus any other book that I read. <laughs> it, yeah. It's it's long compared to the other books this week, but I don't think it's actually that long a read. Mm. I think the other books just happen to be particularly <laughs> that short. Yeah. 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 I, I, I don't know. I, I, like I say, I, I like everything it's doing. I just think it, this would have been better as a subplot in another issue uh, of just like, rather than being its own issue the whole time. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah, that's what it is. But uh, but that the art, the art was fine. Like, I didn't have any problems with the art really. Um, you know, Lionel had that that Lionel was basically like old man Connor to be honest. They, they, kind of. The the only thing that felt weird about that is that gingers go grey much quicker than that, so Lionel shouldn't be that ginger still. But it's true. I, I'm heading there myself. Yeah. yeah, but he was still kind of a young man because remember the. That's the Lionel he remembers is the drunk that, you know. Well, yeah. You're still ginger so, in those scenes. He was. Yeah, but like, but I'm, I'm still. This is Lex is still relatively young, so you know who knows how old Lionel was mm. when he when he had him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's fair. So, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, what are you giving it, Connor? Uh, I really liked it. I'm going to seven point five. Yeah, I really, uh, I really liked it too. I'm going eight five. Um, I will give it a straight six. There we go. Just like. 18. Which will take us on to Aquaman, the aforementioned. Uh, this is issue 45. This is Kelly Sue DeConnick and Robson Roca. So, this issue, the main sort of present day story is uh, Aquaman going with uh, the lady. I've, I've not learned her name yet. Callie. Callie, thank you. Uh, they're going on a boat to meet the old woman um, because mm-hmm. she's agreed to go finally. And yep. and that stuff is it's fine. It's fine, right? yeah. It's just them on the water. Eventually, uh, they had some rocky road, as it were. But I, I'll wait, and we'll talk about that later because we kind of have to explain why they're hitting this this rough terrain. Because it's yeah, mm-hmm. that that stuff is almost the subplot of, of is, the issue. Yeah. It's just like yeah, yeah, it's ticking along. We'll get there. The main thing is the backstory of the gods and how the gods, or at least most of the gods, were created. Uh, it all yeah. goes back. To... And and suddenly you see why me and Matt are so into this. Hey, you say that as if I'm going to hate this issue. I actually quite like this issue. Because most of this was new. It was interesting information. It was like mythology specifically to this. And it was like, It was, but it was the first panel. It's like, okay, every cloud is a story of the world began. You know, the stories of myths. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to like this. Yeah. I love a good origin of the God story. Whether it's the Greeks. Yeah, I'm a sucker for it. It's the Norse. you You know, gods that I've never even heard of. Like... Like the Aztec creation myths, like yeah, so great. It was the you know it was there was basically the water god and the salt god, uh, basically yeah. shacked up. <laughs> and yeah, made... everything comes from they, the ocean. They weren't yeah. even they weren't even necessarily gods at that point. They were they were literally the ocean and salt. Mm. They were they were yeah. literal well, personifications. They were, yeah, water and salt, 
and by their unification became the ocean. Yeah, and then yes, they, that's it. Yeah. They, the they made the, the four, the first four gods, which were sky, yeah. wind, fire, and earth. Um, which made me want to yell heart by your powers combined. I am Captain Planet. So that makes me think of the like, fifth element, actually. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah that's what it is. Uh, but, 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 but yeah. So, I love that the wind one looks like a bird. That really yes. cracked me up in the Yeah, art. it's all avian. Yeah. yeah. Kelly? Kelly Sue is killing it on this book. This is again my first like it's like because I, I was not as super hot on last issue, but mm. oh man, I'm way back. I'm straight back yeah. in on this one. So so here's the question, right? So these these gods are that sent them there, right? Because they they're sending Callie back to her mother so they can get off the island. This is their plan, right? Or were they keeping her away? Was the plan? Do they know this I, is well, her? They don't know. No, they don't, no, they know. don't know. No, they don't okay. know. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it can't be clear because later on, it's not really her daughter. Mm-hmm. She just had this uh, piece of her piece of yeah, this piece of the air that she needs to like you know it's, become it's, stronger. No, it's a Horcrux. Okay, it's a Horcrux. Yep. Fine, yes. If you want to go down the stupid <laughs> Harry <laughs> Potter route of explaining, no, no, no. It. don't say this, stupid. This... <laughs> I'll say oh, stupid. Yeah. You got Matt there. I, I'm I'm yeah. taking because it's one of seven as well. I'm I'm going yes. with it. This this it's it's, it's a, a magic number. Seven. If you look in a bunch of different cultures, yeah, yeah. Whole idea of magic. Seven is always a significant number. It's sevens you know? and nines are the most common. Yeah, and um, so, um, yeah. I mean, this whole mythology of of you know the 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 water god being upset that that the children basically plotted to kill him. Um, and then him him trying to take them out. Well, no, I mean, they the did mother... kill him, right? They, they did kill him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah. the mother, like, because he, he brings his concerns to the mother, and the mother yeah. tells the children, and the children in retaliation kill the, 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 the yeah, water. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so... Uh, Murder him is sleep. It's, it's, this is very uh, Greek. Greek. Um, yeah. Zeus and Kronos is what's going to mind. It's, yeah. it, it's during Kronos. this part of the book where in the present day story... Uh, salt spikes essentially start coming out the water, so they're getting close yep. because it turns out you know Mama or whatever her name is or Na- Nama 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 Nama. Uh, this is the this is the salt you know the original salt well, mother god, the whatever you call it. And so, when when I looked all these up, I looked up Nama, um, goddess of of the ocean and water and whatnot. And uh, if you go off of history, Sumeria was the first were the first people to write things down, mm. right? They were the first with with uh, written language. So the fact that, again, Kelly Sue doing all this homework about mythology and gods and making it all fit because, of course, Nama's the oldest if she was the first written down, right? And all of them come from her. And then, like in, in Greek, she's the mother of monsters, you know? Um, yeah. I forget that forget that or that titan's name. Um, but uh, so these seven creatures come from her. Yes, they do. Um, funnily enough, in Avengers, she's part of the mother of monsters is part of Namor's Defenders of the Deep. Hmm. Uh, I can't remember her name. Yeah. Um, so the salt, the, the salt mother becomes like seven monsters, right? And then yep. to combat the the monsters, the the kids like the was it the the the, the sky and the the the, the fire, uh, the fire gives a little bit of itself the to, to the to the sky, and that creates yep. the sun, um, and all this all nonsense. Which is the I mean I like that yep. idea, but it's the only part of this where I'm like, yeah, wait a minute, hold on, but yeah, but like space and you know. All, all the science yeah, but again, this is... it's a creation <laughs> yeah. myth just go with it yeah yeah but it's actually happening though because aquaman's here like all this well, thing ha- yeah but not, not in that way you know what i mean okay. like this is how they said it happened these could be you know alien beings and this is what they think okay you know for for all we know or extra dimensional 
I'm um, just trying to make it jive with what everything else is still happening in the DC. But again, I, I like hearing like in the different mythologies where the sun comes from or yeah, you know, like it's it's fun how how these ancient civilizations thought about like like the fact that Apollo rode a chariot across the sky and that's why the sun moves in its arc, you know, like yeah. Yeah, um, and then so they felt guilty about killing their parents, so they created humans and everything else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everything else as we know it, basically. Which which reminds me of the Norse mythos, where you know Odin helped had a hand in creating humans because he killed yeah. a lot of the giants and you know four yeah, yeah. gods. He's like, well, you know, that was a lot of life. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. this man, this was great. I, and then and then we get the whole stuff with you know the the sense of foreboding. We get because now we know like Nama, you know, Kaylee can't be reunited with Nama, or bad things will happen. Yeah, because Nama, Nama wants revenge. She's basically come around to, to yeah. thinking how the water originally thought is that no, the children need to be taken out. Like vengeance must be yeah. had upon. Well, and now the children are, you know, the the humans are the grandchildren, right? Essentially, must, yeah. Um, yeah, this curse. Because it makes sense that this 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 land that Aquaman's been on has been this place where all these gods who. To to her mm-hmm. the newer gods, but you know yeah, um, but the humans are the forgotten ones. Yeah, um. So you know, Aquaman the the boat gets wrecked and Aquaman's like grabbing Cali and like yeah. swimming through the water. Yeah. Um. And I still believe like him, you know, tapping into the stuff in drowned Earth. He is a water god now, you know, for all yeah. for the sake of the story, like. And I yeah, like I think that. that's how he ends up there is is, mm-hmm. is because of that. Yeah, yeah, they're all lesser ocean gods uh, on this island, mm-hmm. and she basically wanted uh, Kali to grow to full strength away from mm-hmm. her until she was ready to be, you know. Yeah, um, so, so, Kaylee's real name, should we say, is 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 Red. How were you guys reading that, pronouncing that? Uh, let me pull it back up. It was the like the Kalik. I was saying. Okay. Why are you using Kalich? No, no, I went Kalech. Gaelic on it and went Shalok. I would never have guessed that. I don't know how to pronounce something Gaelic. Well, I think I, when I pulled it up, she that name comes from the Gaelic ocean. Really? Ground. I think oh. so. I'm, I'm going to look this up. Because that's kind of how Mama went to reading it. I, I could be completely wrong. But I was just intrigued as to how everyone else you know, read I mean, it. You may be right, but my mind would never have... No, no, I get that, and uh, but and mine might have gone in completely the wrong direction. I just remembered I can't look up on the stuff on the internet while I'm recording. (laughs) It's going to cause chaos, so now I have to look it up on there. Oh, jeez, it's a bad idea. But I, uh, I really like this issue. This was good. Yep. Yeah. Uh, In Gaelic mythology, I'm gonna have to how to say it. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, her final line of the book, when we finally see her and she's all in her demonic glory, she's like, I will punish the world for what my children have done. So so, so, so the lesser gods don't know who she is, and they think they're just going to have a nice, you know, that their island will go back to normal and they'll, they'll, they'll prosper because, they're, they're, you know, the, the old woman witch is going to yeah, be satisfied. I think, uh, I think did, did someone say the humans are the grandkids? They're not, are they? Because it's the, the lesser gods are the grandkids. Yeah, the new gods made newer gods, and then the the, the... right. So, well, so no, it's I, I... at the top. You've got the the you know the the water and salt, mm-hmm. and the kids are the the elemental ones. You know the the fire, wind, mm-hmm. sky, and earth. And then below that, you have the gods of like the the ocean gods, and you know where, yeah, where they're they're se- specifically. Yeah, there's several. So they're go- the grandkids because there's several gods of the ocean, and then presumably there's also several gods of fire, gods of wind, gods of so on. Well, yeah, but no, notably there wasn't like 
uh, there wasn't a new water god out of the first four. So I think it was, you know, those four created all the other gods. Right. Um, so that's how As yeah, a so replacement the, almost. Yeah. So the, the newer gods are grandkids. Um, okay. Yes, but are, are humans the great grandkids or are they also grandkids? Because it, from the story, it sounded like. Yeah, it, you're right. Because from the, the story, it sounded like the Ford also made the humans. You're right. So that would make humans mm-hmm. also grandkids and. Siblings. Co- I'd probably cousins. go with cousins. Cousins. Yeah. yeah. Okay, like cousins to the, the newer. Cousins to the newer gods. gods. I can't find the pronunciation, but it's Gaelic, so I'm going to go. Connors. All right. I was going to say, Which I, I might have been a wrong good. pronunciation anyway, but that was as close as I could get it in, uh, in my head. Cali. I was going to say that the Cali is fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can pronounce Cali, so we're going with Cali. Because um, every every time I look up how to pronounce it, I found one, and I don't, you know. It's just not helping. The, the internet is not good enough. No. Um, no. No, I mean, I actually quite it's like this issue. It's also known as the Divine Hag, so that's great. Because, <laughs> like... Obviously, this appeals to you more than it does to me, typically. But this, to me, felt like such a unique thing on its own that it didn't like, like, and it felt like it was well told, it was well paced, it wasn't too wordy, it it, it told the story well, uh, and it was adding weight to the backstory of who this who this villain that we've been building up to is. So, um, no, and the art was really good again as well. Uh, it was so many splash pages. Yeah, Roca uh, doing really well on this book, doing something different as well. Yeah, I, I know we said we've said this every issue of this so far, but it's still every time I open it, I'm like, oh yeah, it's this. Yeah, no, it's real good. Um, what are you giving it, Connor? Uh, I'm giving it a nine. Oof, Matt. Yeah, I'm giving it a nine too. A rare time me and Connor line up. All right, I was gonna give it, it a makes solid. Makes me feel eight. like I should have gone lower. Yeah, I, I will give it a yeah, solid eight. I really liked it. Obviously, you guys really loved it, but uh, I liked it a lot. I think it's the best issue yeah. of the run so far. Yeah, easily. And me, me and Matt, we're, we're suckers for this stuff. We know it. Yeah. yeah. I can't help if, it. You, if you do it and do it well, you're going to get extra points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I enjoyed the Percy Jackson uh, books so oh, much. I, I, yeah, I, I love those things. You know? I mean, they were kids' books, but Rick Riordan understands mythology. On yeah, a I know he level. did a, he did a follow-up afterwards with Egyptian mythology, which I never got Yeah, he did those. And there's also a Norse one, but I just I don't have time. Yeah. You have yeah. kids' books. But, but those, uh, those Greek ones were real yeah. good. Yeah, they were. That'll take us on then to Naomi, issue two. Brian Michael Bendis and David F. Walker writing with Jamal Campbell on the art. And of course, Connor's leaving and not going to hear this, but... Uh, Bye, Connor. Even though this would be a book you would really enjoy. Yeah, this book's fantastic. I love this year too. Yeah. Um, I just, there's so many... Uh, Talking Superman pointed this out. There's so many questions... But the way that they're paced out, you know the the answers are coming, so yeah. it's still satisfying because you know. And, and Bendis doesn't sacrifice development for these questions either. No, I mean some people hate how or decompressed Walker. Bendis is, but I actually yeah. I, I like the pacing of his stories, and I think it's, here it's 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 working really well. And um, there's been some really good connections. I mean, you pointed out last time how the the fight and. Uh, Superman, mm-hmm. the last issue, yeah. was the fight that kind of went into Naomi's town, and you know, there's yeah. that stuff's going on. It feels part of the world. Um, yeah. yeah, so she's you know she's asking this this mechanic about who she really is. Like you know, you just said I was my day of my adoption was the last time I had a superhero thing. Yeah. But how do you know what day I was adopted? You're just a random mechanic in town. We don't know each other, right. and he basically kicks her out, and you know, I'm not talking to you, and yeah. runs away. Yeah. Uh, so Naomi like asks her parents at dinner, like you know, there's a great like two page layout of 
her just listening to them talk about whatever random nonsense is going on in town. Yeah, complete banality yeah. of life stuff. You know, dad's talking about work, mom's talking about her work, and she's just sitting there before she finally blurts out, why does the mechanic know my birth date? Yeah, and you know, they're, they're kind of freaked out by this, and she's asking like, mm-hmm. what do I have to do with Superman? Am I special? Who are my real birth parents? And they don't have answers. Like They're, they're genuinely mm-hmm. unsure. Yeah, and I love that section of it too because they're like, honey, you know if we knew we would tell you but it was a closed adoption, there's no way for us to know. Now, are they lying? We don't know. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like it. The way that, no, the way that it's presented here, it definitely seems like they're telling the truth. Yeah, I am. Um, um, yeah, so she so she, she says, you know, is, is the mechanic my birth father? And she's like, that's a bit of a leap, honey. And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. There's, there's reasons to think that maybe he is. Yeah. Well, by by the end, we we yeah. see something. Joe, it's that funny. Makes us think that, but there's a really confusing um, double page splash in the middle of Superman fighting some uh-huh. bad guys, and I was like, "Where does this fit into things?" And then you yeah. turn the page, and it's actually her wallpaper, or not a wallpaper, but she's looking at yeah. the, the news story on the the computer. Yeah. And that's where the the. the well, if you look, they're all rogues. Like you got Girder, you got yeah, the Weather Flash villains, yeah. Yeah. So I wonder where that's gonna pop up. Cause, next action of uh, Superman, I bet, will yeah, somehow will end up fighting yeah. rogues. Uh, and she's talking to her friend, and she's like asking all these questions. And she she does figure out though that the mechanic did do time in Iron Heights. Yeah, and that's what I like too. Mm. Like, you know, and then I like how she said it sounds like a knowing like that's where Jeff Johns is from. He created Iron Heights. Like, it's a little fun piece. Yeah. Bendis and Walker throwing in there. Yeah. Um, and then, bizarrely, she's having these weird dreams of her in this, like, armor fighting dragons. Yo, that looks like Gemworld. I'm just gonna say it. Yeah, she's got this giant like, axe. She's got this, this thing. Mm-hmm. She's, she's got, like, a not an eye patch, but her armor covers one of her eyes. Um, yeah. It's a whole thing. And I knew you were gonna like this because she has a giant axe. Like, I knew you were gonna be... Of course. I board. know. I'm a self-parody at this point. But, you know, you know, some of my favorite things about this book are when it just, like, quietens down because she can't sleep, so she just gets a skateboard. Uh, and I love the idea of her going off to investigate with a skateboard. And she's got, like, yep. a flashlight, and she's sneaking into the mechanic's place, which is unlocked. And she finds this photo of the mechanic when he was younger with this woman who looks a lot like her. Yes. Real quick. So I remember seeing this now from Talking Superman, again, mm-hmm. friend of the show. That that was in Action Comics 1004, mm. the Iron Height stuff. Because I'm looking at it now. Really? Yep. So he's punching Girder in the face. And it's an opposite angle, but still kind of the same. So, but yeah. Anyways. That's, cool. That's really cool. Yeah. It's nice that it's all so, syncing up like that. Uh, um. But yeah, so she sneaks in, and I love how she's... Um, and it's all done, again, the... the Storytelling through the art. Yeah, no, they are gorgeous. Pages here, like yeah, they are fantastic. Fantastic. Um, and Um, I love how the coloring is very different on the photograph. Like it's mm -hmm. it's much brighter and happier, and just feels different. And he's like, he he shows up and says, "Hey, can I have that back? It's my only one." And he seems like he really cares about the photo. And he's she's she asks, "Who is this?" And he's like, "We're not doing this. We're not. We're not doing this. Uh, I can't talk about this." And he screams at her because I'm not ready. I'm not ready to have this conversation. Well, and he's, oh, his name tag is just D. Um, and his name's what? Sorry, uh, his, his name tag, it just says D, because hmm. that's how everybody knows him. Because that was also a question of the mom and dad. And they're like, I don't know why would we know his name? He's just a mechanic. Yeah. Right? 
But him in that picture, like he's all big and jacked still, but there's no tattoos. He has a full head of hair and a full on beard. And you look at him now and he's this tattooed monstrosity, you know, looking like a Vin Diesel meets Bane. Yeah. You know? And you know, this is the end of the um, issue. Naomi just doesn't back down. She's like, well, get ready because I am. Who who are you and who am I? She's like demanding for answers. So, yeah. you know, Joe, I like it about this. I, I think you could, could complain that it's a similar cliffhanger to the first issue in the sense that we end again with the mechanic and like demanding answers. Mm-hmm. But I like this issue because it, it deals with the, the mystery to her and how it's weighing on her mind yeah. and how it's affecting her. We see how like emotionally because it's like her birthright and like who are her parents and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But it's also this this greater mystery of who is he? Is this her father? Is that her mother? Um, I'm going to assume that he's not her father. Actually, I think it's too obvious. Yeah. But like, I think that's like you know, best friend. Like he knew the mom. Yeah. Right. Like, but I don't think that's dad. Um, that said, he is from Iron Heights. There's greater ties to mm. you know, like there's there's a theory out there that this ties into Legion. Um. You know, so there, there's ties there with the Flash and time travel. You know, like why was he in Iron Heights and all this other stuff? Yeah, and like what was what was this superhero thing that happened on this day that she was adopted? Mm-hmm. Um, and is that why she was built for adoption? Yeah. You know, because because if if it was the day she was built for adoption, it was it was after she was born. She was already existing yeah. in some capacity. Yeah. Also, also, I feel like this is Bendis's like take on the Superman origin. Mm. where he's adopted and like mom and dad don't want to talk about it you know he, he came from space and there's a spaceship in the garage but i feel like it's been updated to the modern yeah you know uh so you know whatever it is i'm really enjoying it again i i mean this physically now so that that's the commitment i'm making as, as am i man. as am i um yeah no, I, I, like I'm really into the mystery, but I, I think the most important part is though, all, all in the fact that I also really like the art. Is I just really like the character. I, I like the mm-hmm. the the drama between her and her parents, her and her friends. Like I'm just I'm into yeah. it. Uh, it's it's one of the more grounded stories we've got in DC Universe. So, yeah. you know, I like it, and I'm mm-hmm. okay with it becoming a thing where she becomes like a an important character. She becomes a hero or something. Like, but I like yeah. it right now. I don't know where it's going with it. I don't know what sort of power oh, she's going to have. It's it- yeah, it's kind of what I wanted him to do with with Riri in Iron Man. Instead of just having her being like this fully formed character, you know, at MIT she created her own suit. Take it back from the beginning. Let's see her origin without just wedging her. In. And here I feel like that's what he's doing. He's yeah. fully forming this character. So whoever she becomes, whatever she's tied to, it doesn't feel like she's just being wedged in there. Um. So so yeah, like. If this character has lasting power, you can see her becoming like, one of my favorites because she's she's got that. I love the cut of her gym. Yeah, yeah. I I love her determination to find out. I love her sneaking off in the middle of the night. Uh, that's mm-hmm. that's the sort of thing I like. Uh, the kids get into hijinks, but for good reasons, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I yeah. like that. It's, it's what I like about something like Stranger Things or your, you know, Goonies. You know, Goonies, yeah, all all that kind of thing. Uh, so mm-hmm. no, 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 two is great. What are you giving it, Matt? I'm gonna give it a nine. Yeah, I'm giving it a nine as well. Uh, yeah. I love it. Week week three is a weird week because there's so few books out, and like there's a couple of them that I'm not feeling so hot on. Like, yeah. it's great to have at least one like this. Where I'm like, no, no, I am excited about this. Looking forward to it. On yeah, this yeah. Week. yeah, this is the one I saved for last. Like, I was like, mm. uh, I could read it and get to know what's, going, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna cherish and relish it. Yeah. So. Um. All right. Uh. So we'll move on then to Catwoman issue eight. 
Um, who's still reading this, actually? I am. Is Connor still reading this? No, you, you dropped it. Um, no, you dropped it. I dropped this a while ago. Where yeah. I haven't read the last three issues, maybe. Yeah, so this is the second part of a two-parter, although it still ends with a to-be-continued. <laughs> like, it's, it's still... So really, it's not two parts. Yeah. It's like an intermission basically it, like, yeah it feels like it's a, it's it's actually a longer arc it's just they've kind of said the first two are this part one and two and it's not really have, have yeah. they done that because of the artist changes i think so maybe yeah because yeah. did, did you can you mention, definitely did, i don't know if we yeah. mentioned in the news last week or not what was happening with catwoman uh, yeah uh, it's, getting, with... it's getting like a fill-in artist for it's getting a fill-in writer as well that's like, right yeah for one month oh wait Oh, I want to say issue nine. Yeah, it's next um, month. It's March's issue. That's next month, oh, right? Snaps. Uh, so, the, yeah, the 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 issue that was solicited was just you know pushed back a month. Um, uh, yeah, it's still a, coming out. It's essentially a month delay. They're just they're putting out another issue in its place. Which I mean, I could have just taken a month off and waited for. Hey, who's who's writing? Do we know? We do. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. I, I, I'll I'll um, go and look while you talk yeah. about it. Okay, go ahead. So, um, how did you feel? About I'm it? I'm enjoying the weirdness of this book and like. Just through, I, I appreciate that it's a quick read. Like, I'm never in for more than, than what I should be. Yeah, it's a, as a, um, as a quick can, read. I'll give you that. Yeah. You, you can tell that an artist is doing the scripting. Because the art still is, is speak, doing most of the, the talking here. Um, that said, the story, I have zero idea what's going on. Uh, there's some Pet cemetery vibes. <laughs> like I just kept thinking, sometimes dead is better. You, you, you know, know? It's, it's weird because... Like I enjoyed it well enough. Like it's an okay book, and I, I think the the yeah. co- consistent thing I'm feeling with Catwoman though is that it just feels so unimportant. And it's not like every book has yeah. to feel like it's the center of the universe and it's the most important thing these no, are doing. But but you know, like like when I'm reading what's another smaller book, when I'm reading Silencer, it still feels like it's important for itself, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas Catwoman, it still just kind of feels like oh, it's just some filler Catwoman stories because we want a Catwoman book, not because the the stories yeah. feel like they're important enough to actually tell. If that if that makes any yeah, sense, yeah, like. I almost forget the whole reason she's living in not Los Angeles is because of the 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 wedding. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just Bruce. feel like this is one of her her side jaunts. You know, um, and especially this issue because of like Penguin hiring her to steal something, and and then you find out it's like this this magical thing that brings the dead back to yeah, life. And it, there's it, like. It produces an elixir to bring the dead back to life because the opening scene is Creel going to buy it for a son who died in the first yeah. arc. And God, and I, I really like Mrs. Creel as a villain. She's creepy. <laughs> she looks like the crypt keeper, like a little bit, yeah, yeah. You know, so with, with the corpse-looking face. So she she goes to yeah. buy this thing, and we see her try to use it on her son. And it doesn't look. We don't really see how well it works. It's it looks kind of. Like, yeah, it looks like he might be coming back. He's got the blue stuff that's coming out of his face, but it's not like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's back and well and healthy and normal, by any means. Yeah. So, we'll no, see. That's not your son anymore. You know, like, that's a dead body. But... That's reanimated. But, yeah, so, so... But, yeah, Penguin got, got Catwoman's attention last issue, and it turns out it's because he, he wants her to steal this thing, this thing that produces this. Yep. So, a lot of the issue is her sneaking into this building, um, it, you know, going past all these dead people... Uh, dealing with some dogs and then ultimately fighting the the woman who who owns the thing, um, and it's a pretty drag out fight. Well, the other woman's actually kind of kicking her ass for, for a lot of it. Yeah. Um, and then but then Catwoman kind of starts bashing her over the head with the the item itself. <laughs> with the it, yeah, which not on brand for Selena for me. Yeah, like, it's very it's very uh, brutal. She's clearly in a in a rough place yeah. right now. 
And yeah. if eventually the woman's like, okay, you win, you can take it. But she, like, Selena looks like she's willing to kill her. It really feels like yeah. it. Um, well, because yeah, then Penguin, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Penguin did threaten her sister, right? Like, yeah. that's how she, she, he's getting her to comply. So, yeah, you, you feel that she's she's in a hard place. Uh, not like, again, it's such a weird book. I wasn't expecting it to get to reanimating corpses and like the yeah. governor's wife being a major drug dealer and like it's so odd that's what keeps me coming back you know yeah no and like she she gets the thing she comes out and penguins there and she, she gets 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 some gets her surrounded with guards and stuff and it's mm-hmm. like yeah so what's it he says at the end um but you wouldn't want me to leave town without a souvenir would you so it sounds like he's kidnapping her and that's where the next arc's going, is that Penguin's taking Selena yeah. for something. Um, but we seem to be having a fill-in issue before we get to that, so we'll see what, what happens. Yeah. But um, I mean, the art's really good. The, the fight looks good. The like, her yeah. sneaking around the building looks good. All that stuff is enjoyable enough. Um, mm-hmm. I just wish the plot felt more important. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. I yeah. guess having a random fill-in issue isn't helping with it feeling important. No, no. It, it wouldn't feel... Yeah, it wouldn't help at all, but... Um. I do have the uh, the solicit for that up. I go on. Okay. So it's by Ram V, and the artist is John T- John Timms. Uh, it says, when crooks break into the pawn shop where Catwoman herself has secret headquarters, they make off with a personal item that she has to get back. Hmm. The right. trail of loot leads her to the broker, the man who moves all illicit merchandise in Via Hermosa. Now Catwoman could just walk in and ask for a property back, but that's never been Catwoman's style. Instead, she's going to pull off a heist that will teach her foe a lesson, and making sure the broker never crosses the cat again. Yeah, so it's really throwy. Yeah, I, I usually feels like an animal story. Yeah, I, I don't usually consider just skipping a numbered issue of a book, but like I almost feel like I want to skip that one <laughs> and just come back. If that wasn't on a week three, <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. Wait, actually, in shops March thirteenth. Oh, that's a week two. Yeah, they moved that a week two. That's a busy week. That's a busy week. I may, I may skip that issue because it feels like it's, it's just filler. It's a heist, so I'm going to be there regardless. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll see how I feel on the week, but I mean, it feels no very guarantees. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what are you giving it, Matt? What are you giving a shoot? Um, but it's a seven point five. Like it's fine. Again, weird, odd, but still enjoyable. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I feel weird about it. I'll, I'll give it a six point five. I, I think it's fine. I like the art, um, but it's not set my world on fire. So mm. it's okay. Uh, but that'll take us on to the punishment issues. If you don't know what the punishment issues are, I should explain this uh, in depth for you. <laughs> so you can support us over at patreon.com slash TV. You can support our show. You get, you get like a bonus monthly episode with me and Connor at the $5 tier and you get a vote occasionally what that's going to be. Uh, we always try to think of more things to add for, for, for the $1 tier and stuff like that. But at least right now, that's what it is. You, you can actually join the TV Discord channel now. There's a, there's, like a, there's, a, there's a public one, but there's also like a private Patreon-only uh, room in there. But... One of the things you can actually get on the Patreon at the higher tiers is you can force me or Connor to read a book. And this month, um, Connor's you know been made to read Red Hood for a long time now. Our long-time patron, David, has been making him do that. So he's going to be reading Red Hood Outlaw, issue 29, uh, first up. So take it away, Connor. So this is continuing on from, from the last issue. It like, picks right up. Uh, if you recall, uh, Batwoman showed up at the end of last issue. And they were fighting that Grundy-esque creature. Okay. Um, oh, Matt, I think your mic's gone. Uh, 
Uh, I'm glad I called it Grundy S because they straight up go, yeah, we're calling them Mondays is what they're called because they're, I think they're based on a DNA <sighs> sample of Grundy or something. I, I don't know, some sort of bullshit. Uh, but they're not alive, really, so they can just kill them and be brutal, and it's fine. Uh, the first, like, third of the issue is just an action sequence, which is perfectly good, because, uh, you know, art's been solid. Uh, can't complain, really, of that. Um, so, I mean, if you ignore all the dialogue, it's perfectly good. The the, the, the stupid back-and-forth banter is is just terrible. It's terrible. I've got no other word for it. Um... At this point, we cut away to the diner from a couple of issues ago where Red Hood caused a bit of a scene. Uh, it might have been last issue. I don't know. Um, but we have that, if you recall, the fake-looking Batman, the knockoff, uh, skulking around, kind of going, seeing what's happening. Uh, basically, they find a van there with, from one of the guys there that's it's hijacked from Star Labs. It's full of all this stuff that you know Red Hood just left there for them to find. As if he's leaving a trail of breadcrumbs for them to follow. Um, uh, that's pretty much it from that stuff. This issue, I think I'll I'll, I'll find out if I get to any more uh, that I remember anyway. Uh, but they they cut back to you know Red Hood and Batwoman. They take a bike ride and they you know fighting a couple more of the things. Some more great art here is one point. Uh, Red Hood whips out his chain, uh, wraps it around the, the the neck of one of the the Mondays and decapitates him with it in a honestly gorgeous silhouette panel. Um, it's really, really nicely mm. done, that, that panel. There was a really weird thing, actually, that started this sequence off, is the bottom panel is... Um, the, it's the two of them riding on the bike, and um, you see just this shadowy hand come up behind them, and then there's a sound effect that says grab, and then they're being thrown... The bike's... You know, he's got the bike, and they're being thrown off it. But it felt really weird to have the grab in this panel before where he's not actually grabbing and then the next panel it's just they're flying through the air it was a really awkward thing there i feel like i missed a beat um i probably wouldn't have questioned it without the sound effect though because i'd have gone oh he appeared and then he grabbed them in the next moment it was putting that there that threw me um so yeah they're fighting a bit more and they finally get to this uh the house where it's all going down uh, he gets there and he's ambushed by a bunch of assassins and you know so he takes those out as you expect this one's not a fancy fight scene it's like two panels um and he gets inside and he's talking to the woman who's in charge the pie lady from from before and it's like oh it turns out she's one of the mondays as well but a lot more advanced but he knows because she's hitting hard enough that she can't be human um I say more advanced. When when he does finally kind of give her a good slash across the face with his chain whip, it, the skin comes off. It looks more robotic underneath, but I, I guess it's just the, the Grundy thing and they've got put like skin over it. Um, but the whole thing is she's going, oh, you can't kill me. I've kidnapped all the village's kids and they're all hidden away under a bunker somewhere in this property and you'll never find it. And he just goes, oh, it's fine. Batwoman already found it. But I wouldn't be in here otherwise, so you're done now. And then he blows up the house, and that's the end of the issue. Um, uh, but you know, they 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 ride off. Um, you know, Renee comes and picks them up. Montoya's there for whatever reason, and they just so they're they're both of them are presumably still in the next issue because they're taking Jason wherever he wants to go. 
it's a waste of time. There was a funny joke though that uh, about I don't think it was meant to be funny actually. I say funny to me. Um, Batwoman's feeling bad about you know Jason's gone through his loss with 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 Arsenal, and uh, she goes, "I never got Arsenal, but I know you two were close." Yeah, no one got <laughs> Arsenal. That's why they ended up killing him. No one cared. I was going to make a joke there about Arsenal being his favorite being his favorite team, but you went on to the next part too quick. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's supposed think, to be that funny. You think with that woman, and you know, she'd be a little bit more sensitive to that, being that she's in the Bat family and they're motivated by tragedy, right? Yeah. So yeah. it was weird. Uh, I mean. Oh, it, it was such a throwaway story. Um, Art's mostly fine, like I said. Uh, mostly pretty good, except for that weird sound effect moment, which really threw me off. Uh, kind of throw. But there is some nice silhouette sequences. Um, but yeah, it, it's kind of shitty still. So it's like a four. All right. Yeah, I think has to stop eating your... now. Let's saw... hear about the further adventures of Rick Grayson. Oh, we're getting there, we're getting there. No, no, I, you know, this is a kind of running trend because of the time we record this, it's always like when I should be eating. It's always dinner yeah, time. Me too. So I'm always really hungry by the end of the show. So when I'm not talking about a book, it's like a chance to snack on something. Do you know what's really bad is, you know, there was two books there that I wasn't on and I've got some some crisps there. And I'm like, oh, I could have those. And I thought, mm. no, I'll be professional. Hey, I, I was making sure it wasn't... Uh, Getting picked up in the... Now, admittedly, the crinkling of the wrapper, I admit, was louder than anticipated. However, the chewing, I was watching the levels. I was making sure it wasn't picking it up at all. So I was yeah. I was being Good sensitive job. to that. I know. Oh, yeah. I'll take credit for that. Uh, unfortunately, for some reason, even holding this behind the mic, like, the crinkling's just too... Unacceptable. Too loud. Somehow it just gets through. Yeah. I don't know. I'll get something even quieter next time. I'll get some donuts. Oh, man. Donuts in the middle mm. of the podcast. That sounds like a dream. All right, so the other uh, punishment issue. Um, now, last month and for for eight months, I'd been reading Hawk and Dove. And Connor had been reading The Curse of Brimstone for a long time. Unfortunately, I got the worst end of that deal. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, mm. You didn't have Liefeld. Yeah, I know. I don't know if you did. So Tyler had, obviously, my Hawk and Dove finished because issue, it was the last issue. And he had to pick a new thing for me. He decided to also change Connor's thing because he liked the idea of both of us reading the same thing. So, here we are. We are picking up where we left off with Nightwing from the Rebirth era. This is uh, the Lobdell Nightwing issue 52, co-written with Fabian and Nicesa, uh with art by Chris Mooneyham. So, we are now talking about Rick Grayson once again. You can thank Tyler for this. I hate his guts. He's a dick, isn't he? Here we are. So... What did you think of Nightwing 52, Connor? <laughs> oh, what do you think? I mean, it's kind of shite, isn't it? I'll give it I'll give it one point. Oh? It didn't take too long to read. I thought you were already jumping to your grading. No, no, you're right. It didn't take too long to read. <laughs> Unfortunately, no, Tyler pays for this privilege. I can't, I can't shortchange him too much. I'm like, no, yeah, I know. Just straight to the rating. What did you think of Nightwing? Ah, it was a 2 out of 10. Let's move on to the next thing. <laughs> We could just not uh, read it, Matt, and do that. <laughs> no, I'm just laughing is the way that you said it. Like, mm. uh, 
yeah. Maybe we treat this like a like a, a like a cumulative thing where as we're talking about it, I was like, okay, there's one point for this, or point deducted yeah. for that, or one point for that. The final oh, scores. What do, what do we start? Do we start at zero or five? I guess you start at five because that's average. That's in the middle. Okay, we'll start at five. Yeah. Uh, right. Point deducted for Rick Grayson. <laughs> Just only one across the board. Uh, well, I mean, I've been fair. Yeah, so at the end of the last issue, I, I did vaguely remember this. Like, someone tried to mug him, and he, like, his fighting instincts kicked in, and he beat up the dudes. All right. Yeah, easy enough. But he uh, he's on the roof. He, he called it in because he beat up the guys really bad. So the police are there. And then he falls off the roof like a chump. He falls off the roof randomly, very randomly. He steps at the edge and just he's like, oh, no, it's going to go. And he falls through. But then some of his, uh, his other skills kick in, his gymnastic skills. And he actually does a decent job of like landing on the fire escape. And he's like, "Oh, this is pretty cool. I'm going to keep doing this." And he so he tries, tries to jump to the next building over. Yeah, and then he, but then he he misjudges it and falls onto a taxi cab like an idiot. Yeah, that, yeah that's what happens. Much. That's yeah. what you get when you try to jump off buildings when you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, the thing that I didn't remember at all from the last issue is the stuff that's going on with Svoboda, where she's investigating this murder case. Like I, I'd forgotten. I mean, I remember this kind of being there, but like I didn't remember it at all. Fair enough. Yes, apparently the guy drowned, but he was in his bed with no water around. Yeah, and while she's on a call outside the room, this uh, gas comes out. Of yeah, his so body. they they cut him open yeah. to, for you know for the autopsy, and as they do that, it, it releases this gas, and they all go. A bit crazy. It's kind of similar to Joker gas. It, yeah, it seems like it. Zavada uh, the, the, uh, turns around just in time, hearing the gunshots, and shoots the the main bad guy who got up from the the table. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. he's back alive now. Yeah, he's he's. Oh, like, no, no, that's the coroner, isn't it? Is it? Oh, you're right. It's the coroner. You're right. Yeah, it's the coroner. Yeah. Um, and he's jumping through the window, but Zavada uh, puts him down, uh, and luckily, you know, doesn't. You know, that, I, I that, hope Internal hurt. Affairs has uh, a little word to say about this. What you think? Svoboda did something wrong. I mean, she, I mean, I think they they need to investigate it at least. She did just gun down someone on the payroll. Oh sure, yeah, but I mean, it was clearly self defense. He jumped through the window like a mad rage monster wielding two pistols. Well, yes, yes, but I would <laughs> like it to be addressed. Sure. Uh, I don't so, have much hope that it will be, but it should be. So Rick's staying in some random person's house who has a lot of cats. It yeah, turns, he's a squatter now. He's a squatter, yes. He's 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 basically staying in people's houses when he knows... Because if he's driven them to the hospital or the airport, he knows they've been, they'll be gone for a while. So he's squatting in their places whilst they're away from the house. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. And there's a stupid joke where, oh, this way from Threadbare. So what? It needs four holes to fit minimum anyway. Yeah, that was a bad line. Also, like, um, he's Rick Grayson's a lot like Connor. He doesn't like cats. He has a lot of anti-cat sentiments in this scene. <laughs> no, no, no. This is the bit that made the most. Because oh, the cats didn't care if you know if I slept here as long as I fed them. Because cats, and now they want to eat again. Because still cats. Yeah, I heard your voice as I read these two boxes. He's not wrong there, though, is he? He's cats not, don't give a shit really as long as you cat. feed them. Yeah. No, they like the cozies. They like to be comfortable. They like to socialize. I'm not like there's um that that you know the 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 fashion designer that died this week and everyone's talking about his cat that he, he really loved. This is and, uh, news to me, but go on. <laughs> it, it, it's a big it, no. It was it was a big deal. This cat that you know he properly loved. He's uh, I think they're saying he's left his inheritance to the cat. 
And the cat is apparently in mourning. I'm like, no, no, no. The cat doesn't even notice no. he's missing. The cat just wants food. No, that's not true. No, that's not true. The, the, cat's... the cat notices that he's missing. No, they don't. Is this true? No, no, no. Like, I remember one of my cats was missing for half a day. Uh, and while the while the cat was missing for half the day, the other cat looked distressed. They, they, they couldn't find their, their brother. Yeah, it, they care more about other cats than they do about you. <laughs> no, that's this is all. Every opinion Connor has on cats is just wildly misguided and biased. I'm, I'm almost there with Connor, and then like uh, you're paying too broad a brush. Yeah, you know. Yeah, a- anyone who says cats aren't social has never lived with a cat. Yeah. Never well, my cat's one. normally social, but it's usually because she wants something. See, so, they want food. You know, my cats or are so- my cats are social all the time, and they don't need anything. Well. You you've also had them from kittens. I inherited one when she was like six years old. Mm. So you know, but she'll also let us know if she copped up a hairball and wants it cleaned up. So she'll come downstairs and, and brave the dogs and and start yowling as loud as she can until I go up and check. So you know the sad thing about the art is like Mooneyham did some Nightwing before this Rick Grayson stuff. Yeah. And it wasn't amazing, yeah, okay. but it it did have it, it fit the, the the pulpy style that, that uh, Percy was mm-hmm. going for. Here, like, there's this it's grin. Actively rough. Yeah, like as he's leaving this house, he's got this grin on his face, and he's got all this stubble, and he's making look this this tough dude. And it just, I, I actively. Do you know just... what bothers me is is he doesn't even look the same since if you go earlier in the book, mm. you know when he's up on the on the roof, his face looks structurally different to how it does in that sequence there. Do do you think that even Mooneyham's like, no, nah, I signed up Rick Grayson, so you're getting decent <laughs> level. Yeah, he's just phoning it in, going, yeah. yeah. You dropped out there for a second, it was really funny. It's like you yeah. said, you think Mooneyham's like, I signed up for, pause, Rick Grayson. <laughs> oh, I said Dick Grayson, not yeah. Rick Grayson. Um, yeah. Now, you, honestly, his, his face looks too wide for Dick. Like, Dick, Dick I, like, you know, I think of a sleek guy. <laughs> this, is a, this is a big macho. You know, it is, he's got a proper wide jaw. Sorry, Matt. Were you enjoying the phrase? His face looks too wide for Dick. Yeah, that's such a child. I can't help it. Yeah. So the other plot that was set up last time is that there's this cop who is sick of being held down by the rules. So he he found a bunker of of Nightwing stuff that that obviously Dick's left behind, doesn't know about, and he's recruited some other cops that he knows are are getting frustrated with the, the the rules. He texted them to come to this address and said, "I need you to help me save this city." That's a quote. Yes. Does that mean when he's catching bad guys, he's going to be like, "You have failed this city"? Is he going to say that? He should. Say. Yes. I think. Yeah, I might. But basically, might he's dressed in the blue Nightwing outfit, and he's got the red one and the classic sort of disco one and whatnot for the others to wear. It's like we're going to be a team of Nightwings with guns, um, and that's. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, just basically the Nightwing cops, and it'll be cool. Yeah. So, basically, Dick, or sorry, I should say Rick, uh, gets worried because like the, the one of the other cab drivers uh, stops responding. So he goes to the location, and the, the car's been abandoned. And when he's looking for the body, he ends up, or looking for the person, he ends up like running into you know, one of these Nightwing what, dudes. What annoys me about one of these scenes is, all issue is telling us, no, he doesn't remember anything after his parents died, give or take, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't remember living with Bruce Wayne, he doesn't remember any of that. So he never got any detective training. But he looks in this taxi's like oh no no the blood splatter's all wrong it must have gone yeah. this way i'm like well hang on a second i'll buy the muscle memory because muscle, short memory. muscle memory but you, you can't remember your detective training yeah <sighs> yeah so the cliffhanger the cliffhanger is is that he you know 
from behind this this lead Nightwing dude with the guns, like, yeah, the authorities will handle this. And Dick's like, Nightwing? Like, you're all confused. Yeah. Um, I want to point out one other scene, actually. Before he gets the, the call about the other cab driver, he's dropping off these two girls who, as they're walking away, one says, good night, hot cabbie, and another one says, did you get a picture of him? Hashtag hot cabbie. I hate this panel. Yeah. I hate this panel yeah. with every fibre of my being. That is an atrocious panel. That is... And and what's funny is is usually we quite enjoy when it's oh the ladies having a bit of fun with Dick, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> shut up. As soon as I said that, I was like, "Man's gonna react." Yep, oh, I can't help it, guys. I'm sorry. But <sighs> in here is like hashtag hot cabbie. What? Yeah, this is awful. Do you know what the thing is? is <laughs> David, I think I've seen that video before. What? <laughs> hashtag hot cabbie. I have not. No. Don't Google it, folks. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Um, so here's the thing: David makes Connor read Red Hood, and for all, for all the faults of that, David does read that himself, and presumably wants Connor's opinions on what he's read. I don't think. I don't know Ty- why David reads it. Uh, I mean, yeah. he he knows that how I feel about it clearly, yeah. so this is not a surprise. Tyler, I am pretty sure does not actually read this Rick Grayson Nightwing stuff. He's just doing this to make us miserable and hear what's going on. <laughs> Which you know is what's really annoying mm-hmm. is once Dick is back, he's gonna keep making us read this shit until we're caught up. Uh, uh, yeah, he might do. So we're gonna be like, you know, ten issues ahead at the same time. Here's the concern though: when we, when we run out of it, what's it gonna put us on after? That? <laughs> oh god, I don't know. I don't know. Make, make Connor read Bendis. No, don't do that. That's yeah. I think he'd really enjoy. Nah, uh, honestly, mm-hmm. I actually think it's a bad idea because I feel like you already have me and Matt talking about the Bendis books, and adding Connor as this negative voice would probably just piss off more people than it would be entertaining. It would, yeah. It's, it's why I don't talk about them because, yeah, that's that's gonna be great. Let's just because Red Hood people, there is a section of, of of the internet that loves Red Hood, but there is also a a, a very big section who hates Red Hood, so mm-hmm. it's fine. Bendis is too high high profile, where the people who love him really love it. And yeah, there are people who don't like him, like I do, don't get me wrong. But I'm not adding anything constructive. Yeah, it would stay for the conversation for the Bendis books if that happened. Yeah, you wouldn't be getting your money's worth. Um, yeah. So... Other than the satisfaction of making me read it, I guess. So, I mean, how do you sum this up? Rick is an unlikable tool still. He's a squatter. He, you know, the dialogue is not always terrible, but sometimes it devolves into hashtag cabbie or hot cabbie. Yeah, so we're at five. We minus one for Rick Grayson. Mm-hmm. We give it one back for its cat talk. No, 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 no. no. We take one away for its cat talk. <laughs> take away one for his squatting nonsense. Take away, yeah. Take away yeah. one for the stupid cop plot with the NBA Nightwings and hashtag hot cabbie takes one away as well. So that puts... And then rough art. You at, I'm at I'm like zero. <laughs> you're at zero. I'm at like point five. But it's it was point five for the cat comment. It was it was a quick read though. Okay, so let's add a point back on. Yeah, so I I would say uh, through math I have reached a one out of ten. <laughs> and and I objectively came to one point five out of ten. Uh, <laughs> Because because it hates cats. In all honesty, I can't give it a 1 out of 10. 1 out of 10 is actually too low, just because it's not like a complete mess to read. Like, it functions. No, it's, it's probably like a 
three. Yeah, it's like five. a three out of ten. Like it, it's functional to read. It's constructed well enough. You can read through it. It's just really bad in what it's actually doing. And yes, it makes sense. It's yes. just really bad. And I hate what it is. I hate. I hate that this is supposed to be Dick Grayson right now. Piss off, DC. Piss off. Yeah. How dare you? Whew. All right, that was the last book. So that will take us on then to the final part of the show where we pick our favourite stuff for the week. We do a favourite panel slash moment, best cover, best art, and top five books of the week, which this week's going to be a weird list. So, uh, Connor, what's your favourite panel slash moment? Uh, so I'm actually going with the very first panel of Aquaman, just where it talked about the myth, because I was like, okay, mm. it got me excited because I knew mm. what I was getting in for, and the rest of the issue delivered. Okay, all right. <laughs> I thought there was going to be more to that. Uh, Matt, what do yeah. you got? So, so mine's the two-page thread from Justice League mm-hmm. showing Vandal Savage trying to figure out the, the rock and whatnot because it's just full of some fun stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I'm definitely going with something from Naomi. I feel like I'm probably going with when she, when her parents are talking to her and she actually gets quite emotional as she's hearing about this and I try to reassure mm-hmm. her. Um, I thought emotionally that was a pretty good scene. So I think I'll go with that. Although it's kind of hard to pick because most of the book's pretty consistent. Um, all right, best cover of the week then, Connor. I'm just looking at the covers now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if anyone else happens to have one already, they're welcome to jump in. Mm. Um, I'm glancing. I'm glancing. Uh, actually, I think I'm going to go with the, the Justice League variant, Will Conrad. I really like that one. Yeah, that uh, was pretty cool. I like the Batman variant as well, but... Uh, yeah, Conrad. I'm looking at I don't remember the variants. I'm just having a glance at them quickly. Matt, what's yours? Yeah, I'm looking real quick too. Um, I do like the, the Justice League one, but let me take a look at... I don't think Aquaman. there's any standouts this, this week. No. Yeah, that one's not bad, though. He is fighting pirates. So that's pretty cool. But it's kind of rough looking. Which um, one's that? That's the Aquaman. Oh uh, yeah, that's uh, that's Cully Hand. Oh no, you know what? I like the um, the 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 Catwoman variant. It looks like Manaconda, uh, I think. Manaconda. Huh? Is it also got Amanda Connor to me? No, it's Tony Daniel. Tony Daniel. Was it? No, fair enough. Yeah, but it looks, you know, uh, it was Catwoman's uh, face. It looked like kind of Amanda Connor-ish to me. Yeah, no, it does. But yeah. like the way Gotham's in the background, popcorn, and you got all the villains behind uh, Batman and Joker. Yeah, yeah that one. Bad. I like that one. Yeah. Uh, has nothing to do with the issue, admittedly. <laughs> but, no, that's a variant. But, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I'd probably go with the main Naomi cover. Um, yeah, that's pretty good too. Jamal Campbell's art is really good. Um, does Naomi get a variant? Um, it does. No. Well, the first issue did. Was there? Yeah, the first. Yeah, the first issue. The second one didn't. Second one didn't. Okay, fair enough. Um, let me let me double check though, because I know I was looking at my shop; they didn't have any. But take a look. Yeah. I'm not seeing one on on previews where they usually list the. Yeah, it probably isn't so. then. I, I just uh, I assume there would be because. Because yeah, last time it was Lupacino, so that was. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Um, yeah, no, there is none. Ah, oh, fair enough. Um, so yeah, uh, so best art of the week then, Connor. Uh, it's a toss up, but I think I'm gonna give it to Justice League. I really enjoyed that. That's fair. Uh, you know. Credit to Aquaman doing something different. It's looking mm-hmm. great, but I just, just, it just, it just edges it out. Yeah. All right. Um. So, uh, Matt, then. <laughs> What's your yeah, Naomi. 
I, I was waiting to hear my name called. I didn't want to. Yeah, hear. sorry. I was I was just yeah. getting the uh, the 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 Twitter uh, answers to this up. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, no, Naomi, my art. It's, it looks so good. Um, it's so subtle. Yeah, no, I I have to go with Naomi. Naomi's clean sweeping for me this week, basically. Who who's the yeah. art on Naomi? Jamal Campbell. Oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's just beautiful. Um, Ackerman was solid though. Rock is doing a good job in there, yeah. so uh, not to yeah. put that down. Uh, so top five books of the week then, Connor. I I literally only have three. Well, top three then. I'll give you top two. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Just it's, uh, it's, it's, it's Aquaman and then Justice League. And then Batman. So Which was shite, so it's not on there. <laughs> Matt, what's your top five? <laughs> so it's uh, Aquaman, Naomi, Justice League, uh, Catwoman, Batman. Oh, yeah, man. I am going Naomi number one and then Aquaman. Uh-huh. And then... Catwoman? And then Justice uh-huh. League? And then in last place, Batman. <laughs> wow, buried. I know, I know. It's a, hey, it's a rough push beat. down, push down the card. You have, you have we, Justice League doing the job. We need, uh, we need more books in our week three. That's what, that's what we need. True. Not enough to to really do a proper top five up. We're guaranteed. We're probably guaranteed at least one of those, Jimmy or Jimmy well, or, or. I think Jimmy or and Lois should things. be weeks one and three because Superman and Action are weeks two and four. Yep. that would make a yeah. lot of sense. But it would, and those are the quieter weeks in general, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just look at Twitter. I did remember and ask. I got a few responses here. Um, some big love for Naomi. Um, from uh, at the Thunder Fury FGC. Uh, Maybe will have to be Naomi issue too. I like the mystery we have here. I can't wait to read more. The reveal at the end. Dot 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 dot. Really good uh, and godlike art, of course. Uh, Talking Superman also said Naomi issue too. It's great to have a book that raises so many interesting questions and gets people speculating without a massive event. Uh, but to give an alternate opinion, uh, at Jason Ardren, um, I only got three DC books this week. Well, maybe they get much more. To be fair. <laughs> Slim pickings this week. Yeah. Uh, but mine would have to be Aquaman 45. Loved all the history of who Nama is. A great introduction for the character, uh, which we agreed with pretty much. So, yeah. There you go. Um, so, yeah, Naomi and Aquaman were getting all the love, basically. Uh, which makes sense to me. It's, it's the two I like the most by far. I think it's pretty consistent across the show here that, that, that those are the. I mean, obviously, I can't speak for Naomi, but yeah. we all agreed on, on Aquaman and yeah, Naomi. Yeah. Presumably, I'll take your word for it. So, what is coming next week then? Obviously, it's a bigger week, so oh. buckle in. We have Heroes in Crisis issue 6. We have Detective Comics 999, which it's a shame that I'm not looking forward to that because 999 is kind of a big number. But <laughs> It's the last three-digit one. I know. Uh, Action Comics 1008 is out. Wonder Woman issue 65 is out. The Flash 65, the oh. end of the crossover. Batgirl 32, Justice League Odyssey at number 6, The Terrific's 13, The Silence of 14, I believe the Shazam issue 3 is finally out next week. Yep. It is. Uh, we also have Martian Manhunter issue 3 and Freedom Fighters issue 3 uh, in the, the minis section. Uh, and then that's pretty much it. Uh, also out next week that we're not covering is Batman Beyond 29 and Ola de Harley. Uh, I'm going to take a guess here and say that Sideways might be out next week as well because that get pushed. Yep, it is, yeah. Because that's what we need, a 14th book. That's, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, guessing a number, but... There's a reasonable chance I might not be here next week. That's right, yes. I will try, but... Do or do not, Connor. There's a lot of books for me to read when I get back there, and it might not happen. Um, I also want to notice that Young Justice second printing is out, mm. and Naomi second printing is out. Oh, that's good. So, Wonder Comics is killing it. 
I think uh, more importantly is what's out next week is uh, the Green Lantern by Jeff Johns book one. Yeah, I might, have, I might have to pick that up because all of my Lantern are in storage right now, and mm-hmm. I kind of got the hankering to read those. <laughs> uh, I don't want to dig through boxes to, to get them. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I'll just say now, in case I'm not here, my cover of the week next week is the Shazam variant. Yeah, that's pretty great, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, yeah. Also, next week, uh, not DC, but the hit television show Buffer the Vampire Slayer has a hit comic book series now called Buffer the Vampire Slayer, and issue two is out next week. Did you say Heroes in Crisis? Did I miss you saying that? I see. Yeah, I, that I, I, I started with that. Gotcha. Yeah. So I was I was making sure my my internet wasn't messing with the recording. So no, that's that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, so yeah, that's what's coming next week. That is the that, and that is the show. This has been episode one hundred and forty three of comics from the multiverse uh nearing that 150 mark yeah nearing it, yeah yeah um i mean we're gonna to have to schedule that extra detective 1000 episode next month I haven't shit really... we are yeah i've even been thinking about that but that's gonna to have to be a thing uh when we get to hit to that week so yeah um that has been the show you can let us know what you thought of the books in the comments of course and on twitter at dc comics podcast worth following uh because you know every week we'll ask what your favorite book of the week was if I remember to ask we should ask that. yes we should ask that every week uh, and then occasionally in an episode like this we'll ask for questions as well uh, so just follow us on Twitter you can also of course get us on Patreon at patreon.com slash TV. Uh, we mentioned it earlier when we were talking about the uh, the punishment picks but there's a lot of reasons to go over there uh, just to get a list of all the things we do uh, but if you want a warm and fuzzy feeling on the inside uh, and support the show and the channel and keep it coming and make the book somewhat affordable you can go over to patreon.com and uh, support us over there for as little as a dollar per month uh, you can afford also of course buy merchandise you can buy uh comments from the multiverse hoodies and t-shirts and hats uh, there's links in the description to both the us and the uk store so go have a look at that and otherwise that is me as us so thank you once again for watching and listening we always appreciate it keep reading dc comics and always remember to never get lost in the speed force no shambles this week we did it